ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 73, Evan. Yep, 73. 73. All right. Working towards that hundred mark. Uh Max is off tonight. He's um he's at a part he's at a party or something, I think. Um, I don't really know otherwise than that. But yeah, so he'll be back with us next week. But we have actually someone filling in for him. Uh direct direct feed games. Nate is is here with us. How you doing? Not too bad. Yes, you wanted to you wanted specifically to come on to definitely talk about the switch revision rumors. Oh yes. So yes, I said let's uh, let's get him on here so we can talk about it because I'm sure you have quite a few things to say about it. Definitely. Um, very good, very good. Um, and uh, we of course have the the usuals with us. I'll just go down the line as they are on my monitor. Uh, we got Sean RGT. Yo. How's it going, man? How's it going? Good, good. Good to good to see. Good to see. And then we got OJ Player Essence. What's up, man? I am here, and I'm wearing a Mario shirt. Nice, nice. I I'm wearing an Aquaman shirt. So oh. <laughs> uh, then, uh, then we got Evan, of course. Evan back from his land party, back from his right. uh, five days away from everyone, I guess, outside of uh, Dota Two. Is Dota Two? Uh, everything, dude. I was playing everything over there. Did you take your Switch with you too? I didn't know if that was like a thing at land yep, parties. Took the Switch. We actually played a lot of uh, Mario Tennis and everything over there. It was pretty awesome. Did it work like how people say it does? Where you, did anyone else there have a Switch too? Yeah. We did oh. twos. We basically did twos, uh, two switches, just two v two v two, rotating whoever lost. You know that kind of thing, classic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. That's neat. I always picture that it would work well, but I've never actually attempted it because that means I have to go outside my house. So yeah, uh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, uh, wishbone. I did not fry my PS4 Pro with liquid metal. Okay. Um, but I did put nail polish on my Xbox. So there you go. That's why I'm over here and not over at the, uh, at the, at the counter over there. Cause it's covered in PlayStation four and Xbox one X parts. So there you go. Um, Evan, I did get liquid metal. I don't know if you heard that. I'm nah, put it on my Xbox one X and my PS4 up. pro. Yes. You have to put nail polish on the chip around it. So it doesn't short it out cause it's liquid metal. <laughs> So um, I had to put that on there and then I have uh, then I have that put down and it's supposed to help with uh, like the PS4 Pro is loud. If anybody has a PS4 Pro out there, you know what I'm talking about. If you like yeah, one start of, playing God of War, it gets so loud. It's like like it sounds like it's going to take off. Yeah, one of my buddies brought his PS4 to the LAN party. I think was so goddamn loud. We had four computers in the room. That was the only thing we could hear. Well, you're going to I'm going to get you a PS4, Evan. Probably this uh, one. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get that Spider-Man one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. I need that Spider-Man one. Um, so when I, uh, when I do that, I'll probably just give you this one. I'll take the thermocoupler off. It's still hanging out of it right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll do, we'll do that. Uh, any thoughts on, uh, on Devolver Digital's Greece and only announced for PC switch. Uh, which get, which game is, which game is Devolver Digital doing for PC and switch? OJ, can you help me out with that one? Chris is an exploration-based game with light platforming and puzzle solving, but there oh. aren't and there aren't any dangers or fail states. Thanks, Wikipedia. I was gonna say thanks to Volver Digital PR. <laughs> no, no problem. We, we just, don't need we were, my help at all. I'm we useless. Were talk, we were talking about this before we went, went on uh, on air with how many games are popping up. Thanks, thanks, EJ79. By the way, uh, only announced for PC Switch. Hoping to hear more at Ninnies, but not holding my breath. Uh, the Ninnies coming up, from what I understand, is actually going to have. Uh, larger announcements than I think people realize. So. Yeah. Mul they said themselves multiple unannounced games. Yes. Uh, you will see. I think you will see Windjammers 2 there again because I think they're going to put another light. Like you'll see some games, I think, from that UK one. Just, you know, hey, look, here it is, you know, real quick. But 
there's some there's some stuff I, I, that I, I don't think people are expecting. I think that are going to get at least uh, shown there. I don't know if there'll be release dates for them, but um, when I saw Windjammers too, which um, we'll talk about that, Evan. Don't worry. Uh, I was I was uh, I was a little shocked to be honest. Um, but I do think you're seeing more of that, by the way, PC Switch uh, for indies because the, the Switch is easy to sell your indie game on right now. So get it out first on that. Like, I think you're gonna see a lot of people push for that. And then PC, of course, because that's usually what they develop these things on. So why wouldn't you just put it on that? Um, but you're gonna see that, I think, with a lot of indie games um, as, you, as we go forward here. Um, so what's, ever, what's everyone been what's everyone been playing? Man, that bullshit Morphe's Law game. Get out oh, of here. Oh, dude, <laughs> get I out of here. Too, man. It, is, is it, they put a patch out to fix it. Is, is it better? I've already I, archived it. I've kind of moved on. Yeah, the I overall was game's not fun, right? Because I remember when it was first announced. I told you guys it wasn't going to be that great. I've been watching beta no, footage. No, for the it. game itself, the idea is good. The it's just so laggy online. Like if you all play right. offline against bots, it was fine. Like I was like, okay, this is cool and all. But once I jump online, dude, people are teleporting. When you jump, it's like good luck because you're all over the place. So, um, so that's <sighs> a good thing though. If it, the only problem or what you see is like the major problem is lag, that can be fixed. I also can't really tell if I'm winning or not most times. <laughs> it's, it, it feels it, it's it's definitely a game that if it came out, like I said in my video, if this game came out when you know in you know between March and maybe August of 2017, it would definitely have a place on there. But with free to play games like Paladins and Fortnite, with shit like Splatoon 2 and Doom, it just it's it's unique. But it, I feel like the execution is just lacking and there's not many levels and all sorts of stuff. It, it feels like it feels like the company who I don't, I don't know the company name that was making it. I, I feel like the company was just like they got to a point where they were like, we can't wait any longer for this to go out. Let's just put it out and then we can patch it as we go along. And for like 20 bucks, it's like, yeah, you got to come a little stronger than this, man. Uh, who, who did I sh I'm supposed to know who did that because they they um they sent me a heads up for it and the code uh before it all went down i should i should i feel like i should at least know who to, uh Co I, cosmoscope i mean i just bought the shit thanks cosmoscope <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. i had been talking to them on twitter though i actually even sent them a a joking tweet like oh send me the pr statement when you're good <laughs> uh they they had they had been, they had been talking to me. They're, they're good people it's just i wish the game was better yeah, yeah. You know, i mean that, that's all I think I hope they fix it. I feel like that might be a game, Sean, that we look at and then we go back in like six months and we say, okay, at least it's it's better. You know, I don't I don't do that though. Like if I don't like the game when I first play it, within the first few days, like I never I don't go. Back I did I did that with I did that with Dead Cells actually. Um, when Dead Cells first dropped on Steam, it really wasn't that good, uh, and now it's like a million times better. They they really did a lot of work to that game. I just I don't have time for shit like that. Mm, like that's fair. like. Like I got, you know, I've been playing Blade Strangers. I'm playing Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. You can't talk about any of those. <laughs> no, I can't. Um, and I, I, I was, I was this morning. I was, I was taking a dump, and like someone's beating on my door, and it was the mailman. And uh, I'm like, "What's up?" He was like, "Package from Japan." And I'm like, "What?" And evidently, like, because I don't sleep really and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, I bought something in my sleep and it came in today. Um, I haven't played it yet. And I don't know why I bought it because I actually have the American version of this, but I bought Dracula X, the super Famicom version for like $65. And I, I don't really know why, but hmm. it's here. Okay. All it's right. Here. Sure. So, why not? <laughs> why not? You know, 
Johnny R says, oof, that explains a good chunk of today. Yes. Uh, Ryu Cage says, uh, okay, uh, OJ is excited for this expansion. Uh, uh, swimsuit Pyra worth every penny of expansion pass. Is that yes. a, that's a, that's a skin in, in that game, I assume. Yeah, it's yeah. like just different outfits you can get for your uh, for your Xenoblade characters. I, I actually got back into Xenoblade Chronicles. I streamed it today. Um, I've been playing it off um, off stream as well. It's 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 about as refined as it's gonna get in terms of the game. Yeah. It's fun. It's really fun to play. It's even better okay. at this point. All the things that they've added in. So I've I've been playing that. Really, that's been have they done any technical patches or anything to it? I don't know if they have or not. Okay. I, you know, but it it seems like it runs better in handheld mode than when it did. It seems like the resolution's better or it looks sharper. Okay. But I don't. I, there's no way I'm not digital foundry. Yeah, so I look, I don't I look know. through like their patch notes. And I never see anything like that, like that describes it. But sometimes those are just like in the background things. And I yeah, wasn't sure it, if they've done anything. From what I can see, like I remember, like when I first played the game, and like I went into like handheld mode or whatever. I was like, oh man, this is noticeable, like in everything. But now when I play it in handheld mode and I go to the same spots, it's like, yeah, it's still not as good as docked. But right. it still looks it, things like I think they've smoothed things out a bit better. I know the frame rate's okay. definitely gotten better, more the average frame rate, you know, and things like that. So I know that they've made some stuff. They just haven't set it in the patch notes. So I know that they've it's definitely improved from day one when it comes to just like uh, the frame rate for sure, for sure. So uh, Nick Lycos says, I, I know there is no such thing as port begging, but do you guys think that we will ever get a Xenoblade Chronicles HD on the Switch? Uh, no. I would like to. I'd be nice. I mean, when it came out back on the what the. The Wii, it was a GameStop exclusive and the original. Yeah, I mean, there's a ch there's always a chance that they do some type of. I mean, who would have thought that we would have got Xenoblade Chronicles 3D? You know? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, think they I mean, they kind of they moved on to a new project. Monolith did right. They have oh, moved on. Yeah. yeah, they've moved on. But then again, you also have to realize that like Xenoblade Chronicles 2 wasn't even made with half of their staff. It was made with yeah. 40, 40 of their staff members. So could they put together some type of small team and say, okay, let's just. Let's just upgrade Xenoblade Chronicles or Xenoblade Chronicles S. Absolutely. I think they can take like 30 people or something that, like that and, and do it. That's what I want is Xenoblade Chronicles X to get a, a remaster. Because that game, it was put on a Doom system. It was so good, but there was obviously limitations of mm. the Wii U, like the pop-up and the load times and shit like that. Like, that's a game. I, I would much rather see that than a lot of games that are coming to the Switch. Like, that game was just, I love that game. Yeah. It, it needs some work. It would have because of the the Wii U gamepad, they'd have to really um, uh, kind of because like there's like that game. If you're using a pro controller, it becomes a two controller game. Right. <laughs> like there's no you can't avoid it. Like it becomes yeah. like, you have, to have the Wii U gamepad at some point to do certain things. So they'd have to take that functionality, which I don't think would be hard for any solid program or developer right. but it wouldn't just it, I, I don't think it'd be as one-to-one -one as like let's say like a mario kart 8 it'd be, it'd be more work than uh than the first one though basically the oh first absolutely one, oh, absolutely yeah. it'd be it'd be more work because of what they have to do with, with that and some of the integration with the gamepad but i mean is it possible yeah they've they've already said that xenoblade chronicles x that they'd like to uh you know do it you know right. so that's something they said that they ha they have mentioned that Will, uh, Will McConnell does say desperate for a release date for Hawaii Shakedown and Moonlighter. Super Mario Party looks like Return to Glory. Glory. I really do want a Hawaii Shakedown release date. Absolutely. So um, we'll, we'll see where that goes, Will. Uh, we're going to talk about the Nindies, though, a little later. So we'll uh, we'll go over some of that. Um, what else, guys? Anything else in playing? Uh, I played We Happy Feud. Did I say that last week or not? Uh, no, but Evan played it as well. Um, yeah, I would play We Happy Few just a little bit more on the Xbox One X. Apparently, it runs at native 4K, which it looks it looks sharp. Looks sharp. Well, it it doesn't. It's not checkerboard. It's all native, huh? Yeah, apparently. But 
Yeah, yeah, it, on Xbox One X, not on PS4 Pro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah so. That's probably checkerboard there, and yeah, weak PS4 Pro. No, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm, I need you to live to so I can play Spider Man. <laughs> um, are we gonna? Okay, so yeah, so I I played some more We Happy Few. Thought it was, I thought it's cool. It's a nice little cool little game. I'm not sure if it's worth like. I mean, you don't need to get it right now. It's probably gonna be one of those that like, games with gold type of deals. You know, where you get it like you just get it. But um, if you're looking for something kind of different, um, I think you will see that go to possibly even Game Pass. Microsoft yeah. owns that owns that studio now. So. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it's like you can wait for it for that. But I mean, it it, it does look pretty sharp uh, with the Xbox One X. Okay. Uh, so if you have that, check it out. Um, if you want to, if I caught I caught somebody on Twitter that was posting, and they got to the end and they were crying at the end. So I don't really know that there must be some crazy stuff happening towards the end of the game. So. The- I can see I can see somebody get them over that style of game and what they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it tries it tries to hit you in the it tries to hit you right there in the fields. Okay. You know, okay, okay. Uh, Evan, uh, you did you how far into we happy feud you get? I know you did the land party, so that kind of set you back. You guys are doing all multiplayer. I'm probably stuff. I'm probably only a few levels into it. Okay, I kind of fell out of it a bit because I've gone back into like the competitive side of things with uh, watching some of the Capcom Cup the mm. preliminary stuff for it. I've been playing Street Fighter with my friends. Mm. Uh, TI's been on, so I've been watching that. Last round's actually going on right now, so sure. hoping okay. that'll be fun. But with with We Happy Few, yeah, it was definitely... I wish we had the code earlier because I really hated that I played the alpha build. You played the alpha build? <laughs> and no one told us, so that was no. super annoying because when, when I finally got the code and I finally got to play it, that game was excellent for what it was, the exploration, the how the randomly generated... How great were those instructions, by the way? <laughs> To, to, to unlock the full version ahead of time. It was weird. You had like rename stuff on the Steam application and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, people were saying it was fun. Some people didn't like it, but uh, there were it was kind of hit or miss. But um, I think it just depends on how into like the idea of it you were. The idea was cool. Like there's a lot of creativity in that studio. So I hope now that they're kind of funded and backed by Microsoft and there's less pressure on we got to get this game out right now so we can sell it. Uh, I, I hope that means that... um that uh that they can kind of sit back spend time and everything get it done so that'd be cool that'd be cool uh what about nate what have you been playing man i've mostly been playing things like blade strangers and okay which i guess yeah can't talk about for some reason a lot of stuff is dropping on tuesday guys so (laughs) you're gonna see videos everywhere uh for a lot of people on a lot of games right now so um Blade Strangers. Okay, cool, cool. Well, that's the thing with Blade Strangers. Like, we could show gameplay footage of just versus mode. We can't mm-hmm. show, like, online. I get why we can't show, like, the campaign, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's a fighting game. Why can't we show the online or the tutorials or the mission mode? It's, I mean, you're fighting as Isaac against the girl from Code of Princess. It's not like, yeah. it's not some amazing revolutionary new uh, 2D fighter. Unless they have, maybe they have like a patch set up for day one or something. I don't know. It's weird that they would, that is weird. It's always weird when, when companies are like, you can show this, this, and this, but not like this random thing over here, you know? I, I think they're trying to be sensitive to spoilers. They, uh, uh, you know, maybe that's what it is. Some some people get crazy about spoilers. But I remember, I, I think I showed off like a, like the beginning thing in like Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild one, like the very beginning, like first boss or something. I'd be like, wow, spoilers. So it's but, like, but the thing <laughs> of it is, it's like they're, I as much as I've played Blade Strangers, I haven't encountered anything in the game yeah. that I didn't know about. <laughs> like <laughs> there's nothing to spoil. Like, yeah. oh, this is the special move for Isaac. Okay, yeah. well, I could show that in the versus mode uh footage I'm showing. W- like, what can I spoil for you in a fighting game? Yeah. 
It's not like there's there's like a character you didn't know about or something. Like, yeah, it's not like uh, Mario is a secret hidden character in the game. Or is he? Or is he? That's all. Just what to say. Or is he? <laughs> no. uh, did you um? Did you get your portable capture yet, Nate? Yes, I did. I'm just waiting for a good game to actually use it on. Like sure. I was thinking, oh, Blade Strangers, and I'm playing. I'm like, well, this game, it looks like you know what it does. It's pixelated as hell. And yeah. it's gonna look like that whether it's in handheld or on the TV. You're yeah. looking for like a like more of like a 3D open world kind of type. You're yeah. looking for something that just pushes the system a little. I, bit yeah, more. I want to do something like FIFA, NBA, things okay. like that where people will actually see the difference between the two, or if they might have concerns that oh, it's 60 frames a second docked, but it's maybe you know it might be fluctuating in handheld. So then I can actually show that with that footage. Oh, you know what you could do? Dragon Quest Builders. Maybe Ooh, because that maybe. game is 60, yeah. 60 docked and then 30 handheld. I could, yeah, I could try that. Yeah. Mm, okay, okay. Like, I was yeah. gonna try Dragon Ball uh, Xenoverse, but yeah. then I'm like, the game's a year old. What about uh, yeah. you're gonna do Fighters when that comes out? Uh, grab that and see what the portable looks like on that. Yeah, I might do like SNK Heroines and sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be you cool. Know, Basically, just go release to release. And... That's a cool little uh, little thing to have, though. I like that's neat. That's neat. You have to let me know how that is. I might actually look into just getting one, just so like if I like if I'm doing gameplay for it, because uh, what I do now is I literally take my camera and I just point it at the system. And say, <laughs> what else can I do? You know. So if it if it works well and it's easy and stuff, I might actually grab one. But now I think about it, I have to get a whole other switch. So I'm trying to think of how I would just move my stuff over, unless I just have to buy a whole other copy of the game. And have it like well, on both systems, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you get like the review code, you can still have your like your main account on the system. You mm -hmm. just have to deactivate it on one switch, and then you oh, just log into the eShop. Yeah, and the system will activate. You just won't have like your saves back and forth. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I know like be, the yeah. I think it's PS4. I think the PS3 is when I first got annoyed about that situation. Eventually, they made it so you could activate your account on two different systems, and I think the PS4 has that as well in the Xbox. Um, so maybe Nintendo. I mean, Nintendo's online is coming up, so you never know. Maybe they could. Who knows? Maybe they're going to flip a switch and everything's going to change. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Uh, so okay, cool. I did play. Uh, apparently, I'm the only one here to played it, uh, which is interesting. I, I was hoping someone else did so I could talk to somebody about it. I did talk to uh, uh, someone about it though before Messenger, the Messenger. I can't talk about it until Tuesday, um, which is a shame because I really want to talk about this game. So come see me on Tuesday, and uh, I'll talk about the Messenger. But I think a lot of people were. People were talking about it a lot online, hoping that it would be good. And I can't say yes or no, but uh, just come watch the video, okay? Because uh, I'm going to try not to spoil it, but I'll at least talk about it and everything. And it's going to be really fun. Um, Art Attack, I am also excited for Grandia 1 and 2. Uh, we're going to talk about that as well, because Gamescom hit us with a bunch of stuff. Um <clears throat> let's, uh, let's, go, let's go through this. So I think that's everything that we've mostly played, uh, other than... Um, other than Messenger, I played some Halo 5, getting ready for the Master Chief Collection, because that is going to Game Pass, which everyone should download, because it's going to be awesome. Um, I went I back and played Cosmic Star Heroine, too. I just want to throw it in there. I played that game, too. <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm almost done that game. I actually like it a lot. Yeah, it's good. It's kind of like Chrono Trigger, right? It gets a Chrono yeah, Trigger. Yeah, but it, you can't power level in the game. 
Yeah, no, they they kind of set that up. You know, like they, they kind of have predetermined <laughs> battles, kind of. I hate that. <laughs> how, far, how far how far are you in it though? Um, I just beat the first uh real area boss, not okay. the not the 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 set, the rescue mission at the beginning. Beat that, then the the where you go to the next area. I beat that boss. I beat that okay. One, so okay, when you get um when you get a bit further in, you're gonna get to a point where you actually have a base and everything. Okay. It actually changes quite a bit when you get to that point. Yeah, it's no. The game seems cool. The game, the game is cool. It's definitely worth. I think there's like a little pre-order discount, or no, there's a eShop discount right now. So it takes like, on a bit of uh, Sui Coden. Um, yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna see when you get to that base part. It's kind of neat. Uh, that had to go on hold a bit for the messenger. I've been I've been playing that for the past like three days. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about that one now. Um, Cosmore Heron is good though. I liked it. I did a video on it. Um, I recommend buying it if you like kind of that that Chrono Trigger style art style mm -hmm. and kind of that gameplay. It looks dead on like Chrono Trigger. Actually, it literally looks yeah. like they're like, Oh yeah, well, this is like, you go back and read. They said they're like, we took inspiration from Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> it looks just like, Chrono. it looks like they're, Oh, it doesn't look like as in, like the actual like characters don't look like that, but the art, like everything, like how everything is set up, you see the enemies and then it goes seamlessly into the battle. It's very Chrono Trigger ish. Yes. You know? Yes. I would, uh, I would check that out. Uh, so we, we went through that. Let's, uh, Let's talk about the Nintendo Switch revision rumors. Uh, I know Nate specifically <laughs> sent me a message like, you talking about, the, I, talking about the Switch revision rumors? I'm going to get my popcorn real quick. I'll be right back. All right, you guys go ahead. <laughs> get your popcorn yes. ready. Get some uh, for that popcorn. Uh, and then we'll be talking about the Nindies stuff and then possibly anything else coming up. So since I know the No Watches Spawncast, you know, if you want to, I guess, Nate's here. So if you want to, you know, get the recording software ready, we're fine. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but the note, I know the no uh, will, will occasionally watch us here because right? they, they picked out uh, Super Metal Dave's thing with Metroid, and he was right. So there you go. I'll give him that. Oh, um, God, that top. Oh. <laughs> the problem with the Metroid thing is that weeks before he ever mentioned it, there was talk on forums and Twitter and Reddit and everywhere saying, there'll be two Metroids at E3. And then he says it, and everyone's like, oh, my God, he's right. Yeah, so we're like 1,400 other people. <laughs> I like this. I like this. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> oh, switch uh, revision rumors. It was uh, Marcus Sellers put out a tweet. Um, a lot of people screenshotted it, but essentially it's supposed to be a system that upscales to 4K, uh, not necessarily renders 4K, but scales to 4K, which that could honestly, it, depending, it, it could be as much as Netflix, which the Tegra can technically do 4K Netflix. Uh, that, that wouldn't be too much of an issue. Um, 4K games, uh, the Xbox One X pushes six teraflops, and we were amazed that something like We Happy Few was native, right? We just talked about that. Um, and uh, that 128 gigabytes of onboard storage which that one that one threw me off that's very expensive to do that um go look up what an iphone costs for 128 <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh he said early 2019 and he said it would only play certain games right <laughs> like certain games would only work oh. on that uh, but all nintendo yeah. games would work on it so is anybody who wanted to put out opinions or any thoughts on this for undisclosed reasons, I have no opinion on this. <laughs> for undisclosed reasons, what? For undisclosed reasons, I think that I have no opinion. No, <laughs> his other tweet well, that he made, he took oh, the tweet and oh, he was like, for right. undisclosed reasons. Yeah, for undisclosed reasons, I removed this tweet, but it had nothing yeah. to do with IGN telling me it was bullshit. Nothing to do with Pierre Snyder yeah, saying. Yeah, that's Pierre Snyder. I was like, yeah. man, you know what's bad if he if he comes on Twitter putting you on blast. He's usually a pretty nice guy. I was like, man, 
<laughs> I mean, that, that, like, that, that caught him. <laughs> we like break down the rumor. Mm-hmm. Just look at it logically. Hey, it like okay, it went from it's gonna do 4K, and then you had Super Metal Dave and Review Tech be like, well, he never said render. He just said it would like you know upscale to it. Okay, so that's something the current Tegra in the system could do. So there's sure. no revision of the internal hardware. Oh, you're gonna get more storage. Why? Why is Nintendo going to raise the price of the hardware to give you more storage when you can buy an SD card for next to nothing? Yeah. And it's gonna get Resident Evil 2 remake. From that's a that's an interesting Wait, one. That's is that another, another thing? Is that another thing? From sellers. He'll be like, oh, get this Resident <laughs> Evil 2 remake. And all these that's things a- the Switch can't have right now. That's an interesting one. Resident Evil 2. That's a weird one to kind of grab and, and say. Um I, I do want to tell everybody who's who's talking about this in the chat. Uh, I, a Nintendo Switch revision will eventually happen. Everybody knows that, right? Yeah, and yeah. someday, yeah. And you know what? It's going to be something that's probably cheaper than the one that's on the market right now. Why the fuck? All right, that's it. I have to do this. Why? Why the fuck would Nintendo segment your market by making a stronger Nintendo Switch that's going? Okay, so you're going to make a Nintendo Switch that essentially it's there's because there's no way and fuck it's going to be $300 because it still has to be portable. So let's say they, they described like a 400 to 450 dollars system because because that's really smart because you want something that is incrementally better than what you have on the market now that developers could potentially use to put their third-party games on there although they wouldn't be able to tap into the 20 million plus that are already invested in the nintendo switch right now so, and it, you're gonna put that up against the ps4 and the or the ps5 and the xbox one two whatever the fuck they're gonna call it that's coming out in like a year to two years that's going to be announced like it, it would literally be suicide nintendo needs to be looking at something like the switch mini something that doesn't have detachable joy con something that's in like the 150 to 200 price range not a premium system right now you could do a premium system down the road but i don't think it, it, early 2019 really really <laughs> So, so nobody has heard of this fucking thing. Nobody has heard. Nobody's heard anything about it. But it's going to come early 2019. When you say early 2019, that means what? January, February, March, April. April being the latest part of early 2019. So this unannounced system is just going to magically appear. It's going to cost you 400 plus dollars, and people are going to rush out to get it because they just didn't just buy a Switch because of Smash Brothers and Pokemon. No, no, no. They were waiting for this <laughs> magical system from Neverland. And I don't have a problem with Marcus Sellers. I think he's wrong a lot of the time. I don't have a problem with Dave. I think he sometimes believes things that he hears too often but i think they're both fine individuals you know i've done we've done podcasts with dave i have no beef with dave i have no beef with marcus sellers but if you say something and i think it's fucking stupid i'm gonna call you out on it like that's just how it is for the record i'd buy that switch the i mean one. i mean i would, it, <laughs> for yeah, the record. I, mean, I would too but the the, the general market wouldn't no no i know i i can look at the xbox one x and the ps4 pro sales and tell you that yeah um but uh yeah i i some people might be kind of annoyed by it if they just randomly brought it out in like 20 early 2019 yeah i don't see nintendo doing that i wouldn't i would buy it but yeah like to where it was like uh like alienate the fans that already got the system i can see them doing like a like we talk like a new nintendo switch i can see them doing something like that to where they like make like a a slight revision maybe Mm -hmm. gets a little bit more power or something like that uh better you know, better build quality, you know, whatever. Like like the new the new Nintendo 3DS was a sizable step from build quality and kind of just like overall above the regular 3DS, you know? Yeah. 
So I, I can would, see them doing that. And like the TDS XL is awesome, right? That that that's a great system. That's a great system, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do wish the screen was better than the resolution it is, but for the price at 150 and it comes with a charger. Oh, the resolution <laughs> The resolution's horrible on the 3DS. But then again, it, it somehow Nintendo's finessing people. Dude, I mean, it's resolution. they're making money on that. Yeah, thing. to have that resolution in 2018 and people out there like, okay, we're going to 84,000 units for last month in the US alone. Like the fact that yeah. people are still buying this thing, and even at 150 for that type of technology is just is incredible. I mean, it, I think it goes to the library. People just want to play great games at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? People just want, I mean, I just, you know, I just bought my daughter. <laughs> that might have one of the best libraries in games, probably next to like the PS, just because the PS2 has so many games. But like you have the 3DS and the DS library. It's obscene. Yes, you um, have both of those. And that's that's crazy. That that's And that's yeah. what I said. Like I was thinking about what am I going to buy? And I was like, you know what? This 2DS, it was on sale. It was like they had like a sale. I, I got mine for um, uh, 2DS XL for $89 cuz I had a gift card and there was a little bit of a sale that was recently and I was just like man it's such a great value man like people are going to yeah. buy it for their kids and stuff so so yeah man. I mean I think they can do something like that I think they're going to really just kind of like more like a revision um and like yeah. kind of just bump up the power like had, build quality you know Yeah I had mentioned at one point that if they introduce a higher end one they should probably also introduce a lower end one I was like what can they just take out of the box cuz at one point they just took the charger out of the box right you don't get a charger with this thing all right thanks I guess I'll buy a charger separately, but uh, what if they just took like almost everything out and just sold just the regular tablet part and just try to get stuff on shelves for like yeah. 150 bucks? I think if they so remove the dock and stuff, that would be fine. But I mean, if you're going to introduce a premium model, then just price drop the current thing to, I mean, what's it, $300? Remove yeah. the dock, sell it for one ninety nine, and yeah. have a premium for three fifty. But I think I think it's the Joy-Con controllers that are keeping the price up. Those things when I took them apart and I I price checked them as a, that those things are kind of expensive actually. I don't I don't know if they make a ton of money on those. And the main thing of it is is like yes, they could definitely do a, a more powerful switch. Yes, you know, and well, and everything and everything that they talked about, everything that Marcus Seller said in that rumor could potentially be true. But there is no way in hell that it will be coming out in early 2019. That's what kills the rumor <laughs> for me. If he would have just posted that with no early 2019, sure, I'll take the bait on that. That sounds like something so, so maybe no. feasible. No, when he still said, oh, it will have third-party releases that the normal Switch, current Switch, won't yeah. have, it made it bullshit because we still have to look at what technology is available. Yes. NVIDIA doesn't... Okay, let's say they throw an X2 in the Switch revision. It's a very small power increase. It would help with battery efficiency. It, not, it, would, it would help with, uh, with, with memory bandwidth for resolution also, though. They would actually get yeah. a little more out of that. So they Hopefully. like those games that are like 900p would probably be 1080p, for example. Yeah, but we're still not going to get like a 9... You know, a 900p Resident Evil 2 remake. No, uh, probably not. That's not going to happen. So we're not going to get this. All of a sudden, this thing's going to compete with a PS4 or a PS5. They would have to develop a, a custom chip. Yeah, and I mean, at this point, they're going to put those efforts into the next-gen Switch. They're not going to yes. do it for a mid-gen upgrade. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, matches, I have not played Spider-Man yet, but I am patiently waiting and hoping for a review code. So I'll say that. I have talked to you, Insomniac, so you know. Send that email. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. The, uh, so, I mean, does anyone here think that there's going to be a revision in 2019? Or do you think that's just too early? It has to be like 2020. 2019 is realistic. Typically, Nintendo's 24 to 30 months for a revision on their hands. Yeah, the DS Lite didn't take long. Like, if you go oh, look at that, that did not. Yeah. That took less than two years, I think. <laughs> the DS Lite's kind of a weird situation because the DS Fat was so hideous. 
Yeah, it was. It, it really the, was. Like, the <laughs> DS was selling, but it wasn't selling phenomenally. They introduced the DS Lite with Nintendogs, brain training, and then it became a phenom that it did. Yeah, yeah. It, it was ugly as hell. Like, it was, remember, it was really chunky. It was the ugly. I was like, I don't think I even want. I mean, I was like, it looks cool, but I was like, I don't know if I want that. I, I didn't get one until DS Lite came. I was like, okay, I'm going to get this. And then I had my girl buy it for me. So the DS Lite was the DS Lite was, was so much like the screens were just so much brighter on that thing. Yeah. DS Lite. Oh my gosh. It was so much. It was just a massive boost. Um, I, I don't see. Hmm. I kind of consider the, the DS because I know people have alluded to that, that the time frame between the DS and the DS Lite, but I can I kind of consider that to be the anomaly, not the standard. But I thought the Game Boy Advance, the Game Boy Advance SP was pretty short too. Yeah, that was about. I think that was about twenty months. But yeah. everything, but everything with the Game Boy Advance was short. I mean, the yeah. lifespan of that system was short. Everything with that system was just short. Even though it was doing gangbusters, Nintendo was just like, "Screw this system!" Like they yeah. just like. Well, that know. was because originally the the DS wasn't supposed to overtake it. It was just supposed to be something different, and then it started taking off, and they were like, "Oh, fuck the Game Boy." <laughs> I mean, the Nintendo, Nintendo thinking that I was gonna be like a virtual boy type of thing, so like we can just like we can just throw this aside and we can still got the Game Boy Advance just in case, like if it if it failed, you know. I'm thinking that they didn't think that it was going to be as big as it ended up being because yeah, it was just throw. I remember being like shocked when they announced. I was like, well, game, what's wrong with Game Boy Advance? You know, I was like, Game Boy Advance is cool. Like they had the SP, they were doing all that stuff, and it wasn't like I said, SP came out in what 2000. Uh, uh, 2000. Yeah, right, I think so. 2000, and then DS was 2004, so it was just like, that's it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that will. I will give you this, Sean. The the Game Boy Pocket came out like seven years after the Brick Game Boy, <laughs> right? And uh, like you know things like um the the new 3DS, I think was what three years, three mm. 2014. So yeah, it originally came out 2011. So yeah, three mm. years. So I don't. I don't I, I don't know if there's enough to say that there's a correlate. I mean, granted, they 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 could do a, a revision. They could announce a revision in 2019. I don't necessarily think it would. I I really don't. Honestly, if it's just an option, I really don't mind. It's, it really comes down to the games have to work across the board. Yes. Right? The yeah, thing. Oh God, yes. Like I don't. They could they could announce a $500 whatever you know big big awesome looking switch and everything. It has a bigger screen. It's 1080. It's powerful and everything. But as long as the other switch is still there and it plays all the same games, it's just an option at that point. And I, I don't really care. Then it's great. I'll buy it because, you know, I want it. But uh, uh, at that point, somebody can buy the cheaper switch or they can buy the more expensive one. And maybe they do have that cheap one, Sean, that you're kind of alluding to. Switch mini, if you will. <laughs> I just I just think from a from from a technical standpoint, people might not like it. Like, I, I understand there are there is a large quantity of people that like really want a more powerful switch. But I think from a business standpoint and just sort of how Nintendo tends to work, um, you know, I think a switch mini is more feasible. I think, and I think one thing that a lot of people don't take into consideration when talking about the switch is yes, Nintendo does a lot of upgrades on their, on their, um, on their handhelds, but they never do shit with the fucking, uh, 
home consoles. Yeah, you're right. This is and weird. Like this is a weird time, right? The expansion pack. And you had the 64DD, but of course that never came out. So it's like, it, it's kind of in Nintendo's hands. Like, what do they see this more as? Do they see it more as a home console or do they see it more as a handheld? Because it's a hybrid. So it's 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 a unique position for Nintendo. Well, it's, I feel yeah, like for the home consoles, weird. though, they have, they do tweak occasionally. I mean, the Wii dropped the GameCube uh, attachment, the GameCube ability completely eventually just to try to lower the price. So, I mean, that is a path for the Switch, of course, the lowered money. Did that so weird, like, was that like a weird Canada-only thing where it didn't even have a disk drive? I remember uh, that. I remember that system. It didn't even have a disk drive, and it came with Mario. I don't... Did, did it not have a disk drive? That's, I know it was super uh, tiny. Wii, there was a the version of it. The, yeah, the Wii Mini, yeah. It didn't have a disk it, drive, no, right? It, it did. It didn't have the GameCube. It didn't have the GameCube ports. Oh, I, it was like a little square, right? Yeah, it didn't have... Yeah. I, it had different... You can put... A, you can put... Stuff like that, but it didn't have the game and it didn't have internet capabilities either. That's so no, internet yeah, no internet capabilities at all, <laughs> and no game, no GameCube, uh, no GameCube adapter things. But it was like ninety nine dollars. Oh, I remember it was like super cheap, and it mm. came with Mario Kart. So yeah. essentially, it was like a Mario Kart device thingy because like Mario mm. Kart was so popular. You know, that's the best selling Mario Kart ever was Mario Kart Wii, and uh, they just decided they basically just made like a little Mario Kart box. Essentially, nice. that's what it was just. <laughs> You can go play that online, right? Oh wait, no. No, no they <laughs> Nintendo's. You know what Nintendo's <laughs> reasoning was? <laughs> they were like, "Oh, for your like vacation house." That's what uh, they, they were saying. Like, "Oh, yeah, like a vacation house." Because you don't have the internet at your vacation. I was gonna say, "Am I like the Himalayas or something?" Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's no internet, man. No, you gotta just play with the family, <laughs> like for the family, right there, man. You get all your remotes together, like play Wii Play, something like that. Yeah. I'm not really sure, but they, so I feel like they're, that's what they're so saying. I feel like they're gonna have to create a hypothetical off of someone that doesn't exist, and then we'll see what the revision for the Switch is gonna be. Based <laughs> and, on. and also, I would I would like to point out that that, <laughs> that revision came out seven years after the Wii. Oh. Just saying. Okay. Well, when was the when did they first remove the GameCube functionality? Uh, from the GameCube ports were like three years later or something like that. Yeah. I do remember that when we get those in because it was a black Wii that was completely missing the GameCube ports on the top. Yep. They just like screwed that thing shut, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, Will McConnell, Nintendo won't release a console. I think they hit the sweet spot. I could see a new system in six years. The next system will be a Switch in some form. Switch will be the new 3DS. That's something else I keep hearing about. What if Nintendo released an, uh, just a, a standalone handheld system? That would be the Switch Mini, though. Well, they should just do that. Just design yeah. games across the entire... Like, the Switch, they've already kind of alluded to it a while ago, is that the Switch is like a family of systems. Like, the, the Switch we know now is not like... Like, the Switch, I think, is like a broad term for all these systems that are eventually going to show up. Because um, they said 20-year life... Some crazy lifespan for it, right? Or something. They said a uh, 20-year relationship with... Uh, yeah, with NVIDIA. And, like, yeah. uh, they want the Switch to last 10 years or something like that. And I'm like... Yeah. Feel like it's not necessarily just the switch we know now much like how when the 3ds came out the, the original 3ds like we're talking about like all kinds of we didn't we never even talk about that 3ds anymore um the original one just because it's been it's changed so much um so i guess 20 2019 holiday i would be like the earliest i think for any yeah uh switch yeah i think 2019 holiday would be a realistic timing for switch mm -hmm. revision for two reasons you have to get a price drop on the system and you're going to have Pokemon Gen 8 coming in 2019 holiday. So you're going to want the price low because kids are going to want to buy a Switch. You're not going to buy them a $300 handheld. So yeah. you get the price to $249, $199. You need like, that entry-level Switch by then. They need to figure that out because they, uh, they have that Switch that comes with the Joy-Con controllers, no charger, and it's still like 200 and 
$30, $225 in Japan. So they got to figure that out. It doesn't even come with a dock, I don't think. No dock. No dock. Yes, yeah, so they got to. I'm telling it's those Joy-Con controllers. They got to figure something out there with that. I don't know what, but so, like you said, Sean, maybe it's just, maybe it's literally just like a little handheld that has like the no Joy-Con controllers with it. Um, I don't know. That'd be tough. But I, I think that's what's holding them up because those things are 80 bucks for the pair. Right. Uh, so that's that's got to be it. I know wholesale there. I think wholesale are sixty nine dollars. I think or no, they're seventy one dollars wholesale for the pair. Because I remember looking at a, a, a wholesale um, list before I before I left that store. Um. Yeah. So that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. I'd be okay with a, I would be okay with a revision. I'd be okay with a more powerful one. I would buy it. Um. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they do. I uh, will see. Uh, let's let's actually before we jump into Gamescom thoughts, uh, I looked into a little more about this. The X. Did you guys see anything about the Xbox All Access rumors that are probably not going to be rumors by the end of next week? What, what the free, not free console? It's the system that uh, basically the Xbox One S or the X can be essentially financed through Microsoft and it doesn't actually cost you any extra. It actually saves you yeah. about $20, but you have a payment of either $22 per month with an Xbox One S or $35 per month with the X. And that comes with <laughs> Xbox Live for those two years and Game Pass for the entirety of two years. And you don't pay anything up front. So you kind of walk in, you get the system, you, you sign away, and, and you have the system. And then at the end of the two years, you own the system. Reminds me of like the Walmart thing that they used to do back with the Xbox 360. Yeah, and that screwed up that. the used console market heavily because they, they looked exactly them. the same. They they And they also, if you didn't pay, they would brick them. Yep. <laughs> they just outright bricked them, I believe. Uh, so yeah, Maybe that was fun. Is this really is this really necessary, this type of thing? Like for people, like, I mean, if, if for a video game system, like, I got to understand like a car that's you know? interesting like, yeah i hear you're saying but i mean that, yeah <laughs> like, yeah i mean i mean they, they, I guess house, the, i'm I not gonna pay two hundred thousand dollars right <laughs> off the back but jesus for like a, a 200 or like a 300 dollars system i mean it's just you gotta yeah. get your priorities straight. you gotta save yeah. your money at this the, point I mean, the notion, I the notion was always when we talked about it at the store it was why not just put that money away and then wait yeah, that's what i'm saying like guys i grew up with we grew up with not a lot of money we're we're, we're, we're everybody in my family we're okay now but when i was growing up we didn't have a lot of money and we still bought like we just wait and you'll buy a super nintendo when you can afford a super nintendo i mean you didn't have these things so, i mean i just i mean i can see why they're doing it they did it before i guess it kind of worked with the with the xbox 360 i think walmart did pretty good with that but I don't know. It just seems like the more that I think about it, I'm just like, this seems kind of silly. I think it's opinion. more so for like the, cause the X, I guess is 500 and then like $120 for two years alive. You wouldn't buy two years up front anyway. Um, I guess that's more so it is. Cause yeah, the X is 500, but the S you can get for as little as like what, 250 for one terabyte hard drive and everything. Like um, if, if you can't, if you can't afford the shit, like, you probably got bigger problems going on in your life, yeah. you know? Like, like if this is, like, such a, a luxury expense for you that you need to have this finance so you can have a nice, mm -hmm. almost layaway-like monthly payment, you probably don't don't need to worry about video yeah, games. Yeah, but, dude, you, dude like you, know, you know how most of Americans work, though. You know how we are here in America. It's like, That's I mean, true. people max out credit cards like crazy at Christmas time. This at least yeah. keeps them from putting it on their credit card <laughs> and <laughs> getting destroyed by interest. Mm. I mean... I mean I mean, like, like I said, it's an option. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing wrong to be. There's nothing like I'm not mad at an option. That's great. I mean, some people might need might I, need it. You know what I'm I saying? I think I'm looking at it more so if this works out and they show up 
next generation with this? Like, what if their next Xbox comes out and instead of spend five hundred dollars, you could do what they're doing here with like a like a pay as you go thing, um, where it's like I, I just I don't know what happens if you don't pay though. Like, yeah, I've always wondered what the downside is because we've always talked about how hardware usually isn't where the company makes the money; it's the software sales. What about the people who buy this and then after one month go, I don't want it anymore, and then just let it yeah, get bricked? What happens? Do they? Yeah, I don't know. Do they send? They don't send it back. No one comes and gets it. I assume a creditor starts chasing you, but like, it's gonna, is gonna, it gonna, get, re gonna get repoed. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> is it gonna get repoed? I mean, what if? They just hand it <laughs> off to someone or sell it off to someone on Craigslist. Ooh, that's a good question. That. Yeah. What if what if you sell it off on Craigslist knowing full well at the end of the month it's getting bricked? And uh oh, oh you, man, you that's know there'll be people that do that too. They'll they'll Ooh. wreck they'll wreck your credit though. Like that's this, the thing. This happens with cell phones all the time, by the way. People on Craigslist, be careful buying cell phones on there. People oh this, I mean, this is what people do with their cell phones, though, right? That's Dude, crazy. Who would buy a cell phone? <laughs> that's insane. That's like inviting yourself to get screwed. Like but what I'm saying is people go to like uh T-Mobile, Verizon stuff. How many people out there actually buy their phone outright other than myself? I mean, I did back in 2014. I bought my Samsung Galaxy S5 outright, but that, I mean, most people don't do that. You're right. Most people probably most don't. people believe that their Galaxy S8 is a hundred dollars. It is what they believe. They really believe this. Uh, ask Evan. People would come in. We'd repair yep. iPhone screens. Somebody had like the brand new iPhone 5 when that first came out. They're pretty expensive. Uh, screens were expensive. It was like 150 bucks to repair the front screen. Like, well, it only cost me 100 bucks. I was like, I don't think you understand how much these actually are worth. And then they would go. They'd find out their phone was actually $800 because they had to have the 64 gigabyte model. And then they come back and they get it fixed. People don't. I don't think people realize how expensive their phones actually are. Uh, but this is, I mean, this is, that's what this is, right? It's tying it to an account that is your Xbox live account. And, uh, and you're, you're essentially using it for your game console, right? So caliber six just announced a new character. They posted about it on their Twitter. Thanks. Ike dude. I'm gonna check that out for gamescom later. Thank you. Um, thank you though for the five and the heads up on that. I'll go check it out. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's kind of what I'm looking at this as it's kind of what people do with their cell phones now. And cell phones are weird. Cause I guess you could consider it a luxury item to a degree. I mean, do you really need anything other than a flip phone that can text? I mean, I mean okay. For our profession, I think we need like, I would think, I would think that we need, need a lot of people do need like smartphones. An S, like an S5 is like a hundred bucks online right now. Do you think it better than like an S5? I've Some had, I've had my phone. I got an iPhone um, when I redid my contract. And the only reason I got this phone was because they were like, oh, it's free. You there know, you go. It's free with your contract. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think I, I spend a lot of time on my phone, like to the point of where, you know, my little button is broken and, you know, I, I can't use it. But I, it's, it's, time, it's, it's time to upgrade that phone. Sean, we went to when we were at, when we were at uh, what you call it, Long Island Retro. That hotel got you for 50 <laughs> bucks for a charger. <laughs> they so, got you for 50 bucks for that charger. So here's the story. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to charge my phone at Long Island Retro Gaming Expo and the phone won't fucking charge. And I'm getting so mad because I usually have to like, like jimmy it around a little bit to make it work. And I'm Jimmy in it. I'm trying. I tried every outlet in our room, and our room was a pretty big fucking room for a hotel room. Uh, and um, I tried every every. It was a very outlet. nice room, yes. It was, it was very nice. I tried every outlet. Nothing worked. So we go down to the hotel lobby, and um, uh, they have like a little gift store there, and nothing has a price on it. So they had like <laughs> a cell phone charger there for iPhone. I'm like, okay, well maybe it's the charger. I'll just buy this. That thing was like it was like yeah 40 or 50 bucks and i was like jesus christ and then i ended up trying and using it and it didn't work i ended up having a bunch of like um 
cotton or, or like fluff and random shit in there. So I ordered a burger at dinner because we ate in the lobby and it came with like a massive toothpick through the burger. So I took that out and I was like, yep, going to clean out my phone with that. And I just went in there and cleaned it and it worked. But yeah, they, they got me. They got me good. Yep. Yep. That, that, that hotel was way too nice for either of us to be there. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I felt very uncomfortable. Yeah. Basically, had, it stairs. looked like you had to wear a tuxedo to go there. It was a very nice hotel. But uh, we didn't care. We still, you know, wore T-shirts and video game stuff while we were there. Who cares? Damn right. <laughs> um, uh, we did have a lot of those people, though, that were around us that were like, uh, you know, the people who were like more important than everybody. Like we were waiting in line, Sean, and that person just walked right past us. Like, yeah. I, I guess we were the people who carry stuff up to the room for that. Right. Like, they just walked right past us. And Sean was like, I'm going to go up to this guy right now. I'm like, Sean, hold on. <laughs> Piss that, me that, off, that, man. That's that's a sixty-five year old who's having their their high school reunion. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> and it was there was a high school reunion from like was it like nineteen sixty something downstairs yeah. or some shit? Yeah, it was crazy. It was great. They were they were like killing the base too. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like midnight. I was like, man, they're going long. Uh, uh, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, but yeah, Xbox. I, I'm curious if that works out. I'd be really curious to see what sales would be like if they track that to that degree where you show up, you don't have to pay anything up front you walk out with the new xbox 2 or scarlet or whatever that'll be interesting to hear about that um, but it's an option like you said oj you can still spend the money and just pick it up like normal if you want yep um so that'll be for people what about nate what about you would you just would you just buy like when the new when the new system comes out would you just buy it or would you consider like the i i think people will consider it, but I, would you consider that way because you're gonna pay xbox live anyway or would you just say now nah, just I'll, I'll just save up and buy it no, I mean, I would just save up and buy it. I, I, I get the idea of where it seems, it seems like a good idea to, you know, the people sit there saying, oh, instead of putting it on a credit card and paying it off at 35 bucks a month, I'll just do it through, you know, Microsoft. Yeah, if you, but, if you put that on, if you put it on a credit card and spend $35 a month on it, it's gonna be a long time before you pay that sucker yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I mean, like, I kind of understand the contract route, you know, like the cell phone providers do of, oh, we'll charge you 20 bucks a month for two years until you pay off your phone or, you know, however long it takes. So I get why Microsoft might want to go this path. But at the same time, it's if you can't afford it, don't buy it. It's I mean, like we say, like, video gaming is an expensive hobby. It is. It, it is. I mean, absolutely is yeah. And that's all there is to it now. I mean, it sounds like elitist to be like, oh, if you're too poor for an Xbox, you know, too bad. But. Do it, it. do it, Don Matrix said. He's like, you know what? We got a system for you. It's called the 360. Yeah, go buy a 360. But that's just how it was, though. See, that's the thing that I guess kind of gets me a little bit less like people like, oh, well, this needs to happen. This needs to happen. I can't afford. I'm like, well, I couldn't afford stuff either. What makes you any better than anybody else? When we were kids, <laughs> you know, that's something that pisses me off. Yeah. Say, oh, <laughs> I want this, 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 and this. I'm like, well, you don't get that always, okay, kid? Like sometimes you don't get everything you want. All right. When I was a kid, I couldn't afford anything. I didn't get to play PlayStation all these PS1 games. I had to wait till I could work at McDonald's, okay? And I bought my own PlayStation 2. So sometimes you don't always get what you want. You might have to wait. The games will not disintegrate and explode. You'll be, you can play games <laughs> years from now when you're older or when you can afford something. It's okay to go back and play a game. I went back and played Xenosaga because I couldn't afford them when they first came. I went back and played Xenogears because I didn't have a PS1. It's okay. Like, there's not a problem with that to wait and play a game that's older. It's not going to go anywhere. You can you can wait. You can, you'll be okay. 
I mean, the only reason I had video games as a kid, like a young kid, was because my uncle got a Sega Genesis Model 1 when it first came out, and he gave me his NES and games for Christmas. And then I had the NES during the, the peak, and I think... Oh man, I think my uh, my parents got me a Genesis. Probably it was. I remember it was a Sonic Two bundle that came out. So it was a couple. It was a couple years after only owning an NES. So I mean, you know, I think the N sixty four was the first thing that I got that was like within the first year of the system's launch as a kid. Ooh, I found some Wii Mini uh, systems. I might do one of those for a Tech Wave. You get a part. Yeah, I'm curious how that thing goes. Apparently, it's a pop top for the disc. It's interesting. Um, I might look into that. Uh, okay. Converted to disc, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's pretty small. I'm looking at it now. Uh, Zachary Thomas, five dollars, says, uh, "You can always get what you want, but if you try, sometimes you just might find you get what you need." Oh yeah. Thanks, Zachary. <laughs> that made me feel better. <laughs> uh, 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 the. <laughs> Don't let OJ lie. He made a ton of money. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? No, I'm saying when I was when I was McDonald's. A, when I was oh at McDonald's, yeah. my checks were every two weeks. My checks were like three hundred dollars, and I was like, oh, three hundred dollars. Let's go. <laughs> that was back when minimum wage was like, oh man, dude. Like they paid back in the day, like, minimum wage was like five or six bucks. Yeah, it was like five dollars or something. I worked like maybe like fifteen hours. I was still going to high school, so I was like working like fifteen hours a week or something like that, fifteen to twenty hours a week, so part time. But that, that's what you did, man. Yeah, that, that's how. And then you. Bought the games when you could, so you know. Yeah, my first job. My first job when I was when I was like fourteen. I worked at a a, a restaurant. It was like they paid me five dollars and fifteen cents an hour. Yeah, that's how it was, man. You just run food. That was my job. Um, <laughs> I put I put dressings on the side of a uh, uh, salad too. That was my other job. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's all I did. That's all I did. I was like, uh, I ran food out, and then I I would like pour like ranch or blue cheese and i just put it with a salad and then i'd hand it to the person that was my job and then of course uh the idea was that the server would come by and tip you out and man they broke out the calculator every time i got like i got like if it was like two dollars and 45 cents or 47 cents they were counting out those pennies to hand me so uh you get like you know you get so many percent of like their tips or whatever it was like oh man <sighs> those are the days um oh I, I just needed money so i could get that that ps2 game man uh i think at the time i remember i really wanted orphan and i i worked for weeks for that game and uh that was disappointing um uh yeah so let's uh let's let's go down here gamescom gamescom what's everyone think about gamescom anything good anything fun oh, anything yeah. popped out at you i don't even what happened at gamescom okay we're all saints the third baby <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so saints oh, the yeah <laughs> i was very confused about that announcement um they're also bringing let's sing 2019 to the wii by the way uh, <laughs> daniel today with two dollars says work hard and hustle thank you <laughs> that's the point uh, yeah gamescom was actually fairly eventful i wanted max to be here because i wanted him to talk about shenmue um uh, because shenmue yeah was very polarizing on youtube by the way yeah, fact. and i knew it would be if you go back and watch my video i said i want to see how people are going to react to this game now in 2018 and, yeah you know, Ooh, i actually man. tweeted out something just like that before reviews hit because i was like longtime fans are going to be you know they're going to have nostalgia goggles on and they're going to say it's still the revolutionary game it was in like 2000 and then you're gonna have newcomers come in to say 
The tank controls are terrible. The game has no direction. What am I doing? Why am I looking for sailors? And why does this guy keep asking me to play Lucky Hit? And what happens is the reviews come out, and it's like sevens. But the game is glitchy and buggy as all fuck. I, I said, I said the 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 worst enemy in that game is a corner in a building. That's <laughs> <laughs> the final boss. I mean, I, I'm seeing clips on Twitter where a guy is going on a bus, and the cinematic cuts to a a static image of a phone, and then it goes into a stuck in a first person view, and they can't even play the game anymore. So how is this game getting nine? Pretty good. Too. The game is think, broken. I think the voice acting is pretty good too, right? Oh yeah, oh, English dub is amazing. Well, well here's here's the thing about. Sorry, uh, I had to get that cheese in real quick. <laughs> Sean, Sean is a Shenmue fan. I really wanted Max to be here because he's such a big Shenmue fan. I wanted him to kind of talk about the the difference between 2000 1999 to now for how people are like. If you go watch Jim Sterling's video, he destroyed this these games. Well, that well, I mean, I think that's that's kind of dumb to destroy it. The game idea, that's, that's the 20. idea of this collection, yeah, it, this collection was for the fans, really, right? It's, it wasn't. Yeah. You're getting you're getting two games that are roughly twenty years old for thirty dollars. You're like, oh fuck this shit! It plays like shit. Of course, <laughs> motherfucker, it was like one of the first open world games. Like, I I, I I love the collection. The one thing I don't love though is how varied. Um, even on the same platform, how varied the glitches are. Because I don't, I didn't encounter anything crazy like I've been seeing other people have. Like, and I'm like, like Joe from GameSack. Like he had, he was playing Space Harrier, and like his Xbox One X just like shut off. And like during playing Shenmue, and it was like, what the fuck? It's it's so it's so random how the glitches are and where they appear that that's the scary thing because I, you know, I, I hardly, I had some little minor sound glitches and things like that. Nothing like what I've been seeing other people have. And like, you know, that's, that's the weirdest thing about it. I think I also want to point this out uh, just for people who aren't aware of this Shenmue one, when that first came out, that was one of the most expensive games ever to develop back then. It was apparently there was a range somewhere around 50 to 60 million is how yeah. much it cost. It had to sell like five copies to every dream. Yeah. To make it got, it got out of control badly, but apparently Shenmue two was kind of in development at the time as well so they were kind of developing both um but yeah they, they needed they needed sales that were impossible and it, it felt like they were just like ah whatever let's just, let's just do it so it's like shenmue like, i loved the game when i played it on the dreamcast one of my favorite games i remember the night i beat the game i was like oh my god i was like this game is amazing and then now i'm playing it i'm getting glitches and it's just the game is still good for the time it represents but like yeah. jim sterling's video is a crock of shit it's like saying, oh, Mario Brothers on the NES is crap. Well, yeah, because it's fucking 30 years old. But, but, but Mario Brothers on the NES isn't. Is it, is it, it's still pretty good, though. Yeah, so is Shenmue. Shenmue is good, but, but I mean, how can you release this love collection stuff, to fans and the controls are bad? Or, like, make the controls a little better. You can update them and still yeah. like, retain... You know, the controls are pretty bad, I will say. <laughs> like Resident Evil Remake, when they brought it to Xbox one and ps4 they gave it you know the analog controls it still had a tank feel and shenmue was just like what the hell is going on I, it didn't take very long for them to do it to make the port true yeah yeah no. did you and um i think that you, i think that shows did you uh did you did you check out sterling's video sean 
I, I don't watch him. I, I would go. <laughs> I'd go watch him when he get a chance just to see what what his thoughts were on it. Uh, just so you can check. I mean, out. and yeah. at the end of the day, he's entitled to his thoughts. Yeah. You know? um, it's just his opinion. But I was like I said, I was just when I because I, I obviously we, we all recorded videos before it came out before anybody else put any thoughts or anything out at the time, and uh, that was my that I was completely what I was thinking. I was like, I I, I have to see how people are going to react to this game nowadays, um, especially if like it's like a. 14 year old or something, you know, was, wasn't even alive. 14 year old shouldn't be allowed to play this game. That's different. Yeah. I mean, they, they needed to get it out before Shenmue 3. That's obvious. Um, but, but they got a year. Shit. Yeah. At least. At least. But but Sega's not really in that game, you know. They're not, but they needed to at least get it out there because I feel like when Shenmue Three comes out, which uh, I'm still worried about that game, by the way. <laughs> um, which we got a release date. It's what uh, August 29th. Yep. Yeah. August. August. I, I believe 2019. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that come August 29th. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is one of the most conservative release dates they could have announced. Though. They announced that release date a year out. They must have. Uh, this game has to be done, I think, because that by like July or something, maybe even before then, because they're like, all right, we're going to finish there and we'll do testing and stuff. We're going to be ready, you know? So that's, that's crazy. They put it out. Uh, yeah. So Gamescom, we got Shenmue release date. We got Devil May Cry release date. That's March 8th. Looking forward to that. Very excited. Uh, yeah, so good. Sekiro got a release date. Uh, let me see. Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion got a release date. Nobody yeah. cares about Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> I do, damn it. <laughs> It's a 3DS game. I'm going to play it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to play it for an hour and be like, fuck, I can just play this on my Panasonic queue. Luigi is (laughs) dead. He got killed by Dracula. That is true. Oh, man. Sekiro coming March 22nd. Looking forward to that as well. It looks like Tenshu. Uh, They put a whole trailer out for game or put a trailer out. Then gameplay got out from GameSpot. So I'm looking forward to that because uh, death scam it eh, a bit of a letdown uh so i'm looking forward to that one to see uh see how that goes because there's some interesting stuff coming out about that it's very arcadey apparently you don't have a lot of uh a lot of customization no real rpg elements to it uh so i'll see i like to, i actually was one of the few people that actually enjoyed tenchu z so i was looking for another game similar to it and this this looks more arcadey but it still kind of has that same style so i'm looking forward to uh to, definitely to that one I know, I know. OJ is in, at least interested in Devil May Cry Five. You're a Devil May Cry person. I'm a, I know, I'm a big I know Devil this. May yeah. yeah, I'm a big Devil May Cry Five fan. So uh, I, I know you're psyched when you saw Devil May Cry Five compared to the last Devil May Cry that we got. Yeah, although I did play the last Devil May Cry DMC Devil May Cry. I did play. I do have it on the mm-hmm. the, the 360 originally. And I was like, I can't play this, so I bought it on the PC, and I was like, okay, this is much better. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I get. Like, it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I do like them. I've played and beat all the Devil May Cry games. Two is. I don't mention two. I don't like to mention that game, but screw <laughs> that game. It's horrible. Don't ever play that game. Three I'm is happy. good. Go play three. Three was I like three is three. very good. Three is very good. Um, get the special edition though if you're gonna or actually no, if you get like the one on Xbox 360, or sorry, yeah, Xbox 360 or PS3, you can get the collection or on yes. PS4 and Xbox One because they fix it. Because if you get the original one, that one's gonna kick your butt. So don't get that one. Don't get the original <laughs> Devil May Cry three because they made a mistake when they ported it over from the or when they brought the Western version, it has the hard mode as the normal mode and people were just getting destroyed. So play the special edition. That one's really good. Or just play the ones on PS4 and did Xbox you, One. Did you hear about, uh, this was so funny. This is going around on Twitter. Did you hear about how, <laughs> I know uh, exactly yeah, you know what I'm about to say? The music is tied to how well you're doing with combos and stringing everything together. Yep. So 
if you're doing this, the music will start pumping. You're you're just just getting after and everything is amazing. And if you're doing terrible, the music is terrible. And people were coming away, reviewers and you know people are previewing like this music is terrible. And then uh, that came out. And they just looked like they were just bad at the game. And, they, and, and the thing about it is that Devil May Cry's been doing that. That's not yeah. a new <laughs> So when I saw that, when I saw people, I'm just like, oh god, you freaking idiot! Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know if they were gonna carry that over, but I, oh, yeah, when, yeah, when I heard cool. that, I was like, this is outstanding. This is so great. Because what's really funny is people don't realize this when, when you uh, get review copies of stuff, usually they, if they're doing their job right, they should give you a press packet of some kind that kind of goes over things. And I know if that would have probably been in there, but because they went to an event, they they probably didn't tell them that. Uh, so they just kind of left them, you know, to go out on their own and tell people they weren't very good at devil may cry i guess uh that was great though i, I love that. that was so funny um it, it reminds me of that cuphead fiasco a while ago devil may cry is one of those franchises that you really have to kind of warm yourself up to like when you first start playing if you haven't played in a while you're gonna get bopped you know you're not gonna be as good you got to kind of get back into the swing of things and kind of figure out what's going on with this new one and the games have changed so much over the years and it's not a franchise that's constantly out so, I mean, when you go to an event, you're probably going to be a little like, okay, well, this is the new Devil May Cry. It's been a while since the last one came out, you know, so there might be a little bit of nerves there for some people playing the game. It's been a while, too. Obviously, Devil yeah. May Cry 4 was really the last actual Devil May Cry, let's be honest. That was, that was when I was, like, dude, that Devil May Cry 4, I was a junior in college. I just transferred. Isn't that crazy? It's been this long. Yeah, it's been yeah. that long. 2007, I think, is when they, or early 2008 when that game came out. I think maybe, but I was, I remember I was still at, I was still in college, and that was a long time ago, guys. <laughs> that was a long time ago. So that was when that game came out. So it's been a while since we've got like the true, whatever you want to call it, Devil May Cry game. Mm -hmm. So people are probably a little bit out of practice, you know? Yeah, that's, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be great. Is if that comes out and then Bayonetta comes out later in the year, so we get like a year with a Devil May Cry and a new Bayonetta. That's insane. To think about that. It's great. That's uh, gonna be cool though. Yeah, if people like action games. It's gonna be outstanding, especially if they're spaced out. Like, um, Devil May Cry is in March, and then Bayonetta is in like October or something, right? Yeah. September maybe, November, uh, somewhere in there. That's gonna be plenty of space to spend time with both of them so that's gonna be really really cool there's not a lot of action games like bayonetta Devil may cry that come out anymore you know so it's yeah. good it's good that we get these type of games these are pretty much it's pretty much it nobody else really make god of war is no longer in that category anymore you know like it kind of mm. used to be but it's not really in that category anymore so we don't we don't get games like this a lot so it's cool to see it well maybe we'll talk about one other action game uh damon x machina yes this game <laughs> they put out a trailer Oh man, the music for it, everything. It was like heavy metal music and everything. Oh, it was it was awesome. The game looks so cool. Uh they did a whole like treehouse event kind of kind of the Gamescom. It looks it looks awesome. Did you guys see I, the on foot sections? That looks yeah. They had like they hit the, the, the Hayabusa armor on and everything. Yeah, I I, I did a, I did a, a recording of myself a live react or like a reaction to it. So I already recorded. I just gotta upload it. But yeah, it's dude. I was blown away. <laughs> yeah, if you if you did not see that trailer, go watch it. The music is paired perfectly with it. Uh, it it just it looks outstanding, and it's going to um, it's going to uh, I think fly under the radar a bit, and I hope not. Uh, because I will uh, I will talk about it when it's coming out, but like. It, no one really talks about it now, though. Well, I mean, I think it's just because the release is still far away. We really don't know much about it. But, I mean, Nintendo's going to hype the hell out of that game. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're publishing it, right? So I, I assume yeah. they will. Um, but that I feel like that's a game that could sneak out in the first quarter and help them a bit. Uh, I It seems like whenever you show footage of it, it, it looks like it's pretty far along. Like It looks like they could just show up in a direct and say it's coming out, you know, it's coming out in February or something. 
I feel yeah. like it will be. It will definitely actually stay be. away from February, not February. Uh, oh, not March though. Uh, maybe March. February just has some big stuff dropping. Fe- early February, they get away with like the first week in February. But um, for Nintendo, like, what games does Nintendo have dropping in February? Really, they don't got much. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just more. I'm more Fire, you know, Fire Emblem. I, I hope they can get that out. Well, we have no idea. That might be an April release, though. Yeah. Um, I was thinking more along the lines of just uh, just game spend in general. So, you know, sometimes people got to decide, you know, between any one game. But uh, and like I said, first week in February, they get away with it because February 22nd has what five games coming out on it. Some of them are kind of larger. Um, the, the alleged crackdown three, which, by the way, was not at Gamescom. <laughs> I'm shocked. Not at Gamescom. Um, I can't believe it wasn't that's so weird. Uh, yeah, that I, that's supposed to be coming out then, which we still don't know much about it. So yeah, Crackdown Three is just a developmental nightmare. <sighs> I, I, it's, it apparently has a lot to do with those servers that they're trying to the cloud thing they're trying to get done. Um, and I just I, they missed out. They they had a they had a uh, what inside Xbox and everything where they showed us a bunch of controllers and some systems that were all bundles. Uh, well, the man. the cloud is the future of gaming. So I mean, you know, it makes mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Sony released a uh, PDP. Did you see that? The remote that they talked about during the cloud, the cloud remote. Yeah. Oh, that's so hilarious. They sent me a press release and I was like, all right, <laughs> I guess. Um, oh, man, I, I'm concerned. I don't know when they're going to show crack. They're, they're just going to release a thing for Crackdown 3, I guess, at some point. It's so. just going to randomly release it. It's just going to pop up one day. Like, here, now shut the fuck up about this game. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's going to, st- I mean, it's going to Game Pass, so they're going to do well with it, but yeah. I, I think know. out of the February releases, I think Anthem is the game that bombs. Anthem has too much to lose. That's the problem. They have to sell well. Um, and EA is going to be rolling into that after huh, the Battlefield 5 thing, where it's probably not going to sell as well as everything around it. Because um, they want they want 10 million copies of that to sell. <laughs> they want some obscene sell. amount. They'll sell 10 million. Ah, I mean, the Battle, Battlefront 2 couldn't get to 10 million. That is Star Wars attached to it. Battlefront Two is it's near it's it's probably near ten million, right? Yeah, the last time we heard about it was like nine million or something. Yeah, it's it's probably over it. And they they put out a whole sad press release like it was like the worst thing ever because they sold it. They sold seven million of those copies at twenty dollars. The problem the problem was they were shooting for about sixteen million with Battlefront Two. Yeah, and the the game devalued quickly. It, It devalued quickly. It's you know and. They wanted probably 16 million quick, you know, like right there within the first couple mo- a month or two. Like when I, it's I do not, I do not want Anthem to bomb. I am honestly, I am concerned for Bioware if Anthem bombs. I look I'm very I, concerned for them. I think oh, that they're, they're done. They're done. I think that they need to just make sure that they don't talk so much. I think that's EA's problem sometimes is that they talk with this whole battlefield thing. They talk a little bit too much. Just, just, just. Just do normal PR for the game. Dude, and just Call of sure. Duty is giving us a stripped down game. They're going to be selling you microtransactions and a season pass, and they're going to do better because they don't say anything. <laughs> like well, it's, it's insanity right now. And the Call of Duty like core base is just yeah, black. Black the Black Ops branding is just too powerful. I mean, it, they'd buy it even if the game was literally turn it on. A guy came on the screen said Black Ops, gave you the finger, and walked away. It would sell <sighs> ten million copies because people. Just buy Call of Duty. I, I realized that when Battlefield One couldn't outsell Infinite Warfare, that was that was the aha moment where I'm like, I, Battlefield's just never going to be able to outsell Call of Duty. It's never happening. Um, we'll see. Oh, we do have that Blackout uh, beta coming up September 10th, though. So we'll check that out. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Oh, I also want to point out to everybody who's watching Sekiro. 
does appear to have optional purchases. So keep that in mind. I think they're going to try to sneak in some uh, microtransactions. Activision will. So keep that in mind. Uh, I, 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 we were pointing that out. People were pointing that out. And I saw it in the um, PlayStation uh, the description thing for Good. it. So. It's going to make the game better. I can't wait. Uh, so we, but we did, we did drop that, uh, that Nindy's presentation kind of out of nowhere. I mean, we, we heard about it hours before, but like two days before then we wouldn't have, I would, I didn't hear anything about it. So, uh, it kind of started to develop a few hours before we started to find it and everything. Uh, I'm sure Nate knew about it and just didn't tell me or anybody else. So I'm sure Nate, Nate over there, yeah, I uh, you know, a lot of things that <laughs> oh, I just can't talk guy. about this guy. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, the, the, the indie, the indie event, uh, kicked off. There was some cool stuff there. There was some cool stuff. My biggest thing was wind jammers going to the switch and wind jammers two getting announced. Uh, I know Evan saw that right, Evan. Yeah, I checked out the trailer. Uh, the art styles, mm, I'm hoping it just plays smoothly, but uh, uh, it's coming to uh, the Switch, I believe, in October. And then we're still waiting for any release date or any talk about um, Windjammers 2. Uh, but I, I am so excited for that. I was so happy someone will finally be able, will actually be able to play Windjammers with me because <laughs> nobody plays Windjammers with me on the PS4. Um, no one. <laughs> uh, Evan will also be on PC. So. Yeah, uh, you'll probably just get it on the Switch, though. To be honest, most likely on the Switch. Yeah, I don't yeah. see myself sitting here in front of the PC playing it. Yeah, let's be real. You just get on, you know. So that'll be cool, though. I mean, it's a, those kind of games where I mean, on a resolution and frame rate stuff doesn't really come into play. It's like, why wouldn't I just get it on the Switch? Uh, so like that would be a that would be a cool game to have it like a convention or like a land party or something. Have that kind of just set up. Uh, but that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty awesome. Was there any big announcements at the Nindies that you guys were excited for? Anything that really popped out? Of course, Morphe's Law had that drop uh, just out of nowhere, which they they sent me the email for it beforehand, and um, um, I was unfortunately asleep before then, so I was not actually around when the Nindy stuff was going on. But uh, any big announcements, guys, that you were, you saw? No, I don't even actually remember anything announced. They had some stuff like the Bad North got dropped. That was cool. That that was that game was kind of uh, cool looking. Mm. Uh, but really, there wasn't there wasn't a ton of different things. Um, just like a lot of the stuff that I was thinking about was like, okay, well, um, Dragon Mark for Death. I'm thinking that's going to be at this upcoming one. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff that I thought was going to be in there, because uh, for some reason I was up at that time. You oh, know. There you go. Yeah, it was for even some... earlier for you, man. Very nice. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. Oh, I know because I was I wasn't feeling good that week because of everything that was just kind of going on and stuff. So mm -hmm. I wasn't really feeling good. So I was having trouble sleeping. So I was up working instead. And then I just saw it. And I was like, "What?" Like, so yeah, it was like four a.m. where I was at, and I started live streaming that. So I live streamed the live reaction to their not live presentation. <laughs> I, I do want to point out uh, Gunslinger with Monster Boy. That game looks phenomenal. Uh, yeah, yes, Monster Boy looks good. Monster Boy actually, look, that looks like I, I want to try that game out. That looks uh, cool. Monster Boy comes out first week of November, I believe. Really? I believe it's first week of November is what their release date was that they showed. Uh, yeah, I'm getting that. I'm actually going to try to get that physically as well as uh, FDG has already got me down for that review copy, but... Uh, I'm buying it physically anyway because it's going to be sweet. It's going to be an awesome looking, uh, uh, probably physical copy to have. Um, so I'll be getting that. Uh, are, are we talking about the Nindy's presentation for this upcoming week too? Or are we just still on yeah. the live? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We oh. could, we could just talk. Honestly, uh, a lot of the stuff there, other than like Monster Boy really got me, Windjammers 2 really got me. But I know they're holding stuff off for the big one because this, they didn't even advertise oh. that one. They advertised this one like yeah. days out. So I mean, it's not so much that they are keeping things. <laughs> if you look at the Gamescom indie event, it was all European developers. Yes. 
so it was definitely just focused on oh we're Gamescom we're going to focus on these Europeans. Now this one's probably going to be you know some of those European, North American, Japanese. It's going to be the entire spectrum of indie for Switch. Yes. Yes. Any uh, anything you guys are hoping is there? I know you said Dragon Mark for Death. Yes. Jose, hopefully a release date is supposed to be coming out wintertime. It's going to be playable at PAX West as well. So I fully expect a release date of some kind. I, Travis strikes again. You know, that's going to be like they another... got it. Man, there some people weren't too happy with how it was playing at this point. Uh, we just need a release date for it. it's coming what out this it? year. Wasn't it only like one person who gave a negative preview and it was Laura Kate Dale from Kukaku? Laura Kate Dale. I saw someone else on Twitter talking about just a quick experience they had with it, but Laura Kate Dale seemed to go around a lot. But what they were describing was kind of what I was concerned about that I saw in some of the gameplay videos that people were showing. Uh, so I, yeah. uh, to be honest, I'm not really worried about what Kotaku says. I mean, when somebody brought that, I, I started laughing when somebody was like, Oh, Kotaku, I was like, Okay, so, so what, you know what I'm saying? Not, not to diss Kotaku or Laura, or the work that they do, but I don't live vicariously through their previews or like, I don't, I don't, I don't trust what they say 100% because I disagree with a lot of stuff those people sure. say. So, I mean, like, for me, I, I think that like that game, I'm still looking to see what, when we get a release date, but also, um, is there any chance? That we get like an Ocean Horn two announcement at this upcoming. Mm. Like, I would have really dude after after I saw Windjammers two, you can announce anything there. That yeah. that was dude. That was that was I was that was on the Neo Geo man. This was so long ago. Ocean, was, but have you seen Ocean Horn two? Like how it looks on the smartphones? It looks freaking incredible. Like that game looks amazing. It's like you're. It's such a waste of potential <laughs> being on smartphones because that's the type of game. Like you have like a full party now, you know. It looks great. Has anybody here actually seen uh, Ocean Horn no, Two? No. Oh, okay. yeah. It looks it looks freaking amazing, and like <laughs> it would just be a waste if it was just smartphone. I mean, I know they'll probably bring it over to the Switch at some point, but I would really like to get the development like that. We don't have to wait so long after you know the original like smartphone release. So it, it, it does look, it does look really good. Mm -hmm. Mm, and then uh yeah so we have uh you're thinking dragon mark for death will get something out. where do you think uh what do you think no more or not no more, travis uh strikes again would come out where where is there a spot for you think this year i would think november i would think november, november, okay. yeah, like a november type of november's stuff. pretty open yeah i think they can get it out there um that, that's a 60 dollars game with with a physical copy you, you think, uh, is it, i think it might be a 60 dollars game i think it I might be I, I mean, I, I don't think it, I sh it shouldn't be that price that high. Yeah, I think it'll be maybe a $30 game at most, but I think it'll if, release uh, by like. Let me see if anybody has a, a pre order up for it yet. I haven't checked that um, uh, to see. Uh, you guys think there are many surprise drops like that day? Like, I don't think, I don't think anything like, uh, I don't uh, think Warframe fits into an indie game at all, but. I do think uh, before we do that, uh, Devolver Digital absolutely needs to drop or not not drop at least show uh, Metal Wolf uh, Chaos there. Is that the game I'm thinking of. That game they didn't they announce that game and it wasn't for. It was it it was at uh, it was at e, it was at E3, but uh, no Switch that are there. But they could have been maybe working on it. It wasn't ready to announce it yet. Maybe it's right now. And Nintendo's like, yo, let's put it in this indie event. Okay. That'd be awesome. I'd be all for that, man. Why not? Because they said they had like what twelve games or something for the Switch they have to announce, yeah, and that was the first game that came to my mind. <laughs> was that game? Because that game is so it's stupidly funny. <laughs> um, any, any anything? Uh, someone said War Groove. Uh, I think we'll see Shovel Knight at least get a release date, and I think ooh. Firewatch could either release that day or at least that week. Okay. Okay. Uh, Travis uh, strikes again is up on GameStop for sixty dollars. Wow, that better that, be a that's a sixty dollars game. I, I really hope that's a placeholder. 
that should be i hope it's like a 40 dollar game 30 dollar 48 dollar game i'll still buy it for 60 you know i will too <laughs> uh because i want that no more heroes game that I, I hope that money would go towards but um oh uh you guys think we'd see possibly as uh, someone uh 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 melfus here in the chat you think we'd see a dust elysian tail September drop? 10. okay september 10th so, yeah yeah that's already good okay cool cool what about shakedown hawaii yeah maybe i think the developers are like i don't think he knows what the hell he's doing with the game at this point okay <laughs> uh, i was hoping that uh people are saying uh, a lot of stuff uh, uh shinnan new ip yes i talked about that i would like to oh, see okay. shinnan's new game because cool. uh, they, they they've been working on a game for a while now because all they put out is fast racing neo on the yeah. switch yeah. so it's been a while dude it's been a while so and that was a part of the wii u game so i think that they're probably going to reveal something here Okay, I would like to see uh, Travis Strikes again getting a um, some kind of other crossover. They showed that Morphe's Law shirt. Um, I was hoping for more like they said they were going to be like crossovers and stuff. I haven't really seen a lot. Like I thought that was the idea was that they'd be going into different games or something. That's the other thing about Travis Strikes again. They haven't really explained it very well. Like I thought that was the idea was that he goes into other people's games or indie games or something. That, that's what so, I thought it was. Yeah, the video was though. they got he got sucked into a uh, gaming system and then they showed yeah. specifically three types of games I think at the time that we knew of were other games with him. Okay, in, basically. okay, hold on. My Micah in the chat says sidebar games. That's Golf Story a developer said they're working on something different. We'll look forward to something soon. Yo, golf story, side, whatever whatever sidebar shows up with, I'm gonna double. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be checking that because the golf story is out. If you don't, if you have not bought golf story, uh, there's something wrong. You gotta go. Is there a physical? There's a physical one coming, right? Uh, limited run games is doing that. Yeah, I think. The, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a September release. Yep, I'm on that. I'm on that. Um, definitely. Uh, people. Are, OJ, explain to me why people keep saying Cuphead for the Switch. I don't know why people <laughs> keep saying Cuphead for the Switch. People they, do that to me all the time. M I don't know. Dude, M M M D H R. I mean, they they swore oh. allegiance to Microsoft at this point. I think because because Doc Trey thinks that it could come over as well. Ah, so I think there's there's some yeah. people that, that that think that it's going to come over for some reason. That would but, be interesting if they did that. That would that would uh. The day that happens is when Ori comes over to Switch. Yeah. We're not going to get Ori in the whispering. By the way, I don't think Ori's out till like holiday 2019. Isn't that crazy? I feel like that game's been we didn't hear about that game forever. Um, yeah, Studio MDHR is very much in Microsoft's corner. So if that showed up, that would be actually kind of shocking, to be honest. Um, that would catch me off guard a little bit. Um, but it'd be it'd be it'd be funny. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I showed you guys it can run without a video card. So there you go. Cuphead would be legit for Switch though, because like like be able to have that type of game anywhere like that'd be way better but it's just it's Dude, people about to be breaking their switches man oh, yeah. <laughs> people breaking their, their switches game. on stupid dead dead cells man god i hate that game with man <laughs> like it I, I will say if you if you have not bought it cuphead's worth 20 bucks go pick it up it's a, it's a, it's an awesome game it, it runs on i showed you guys you don't even need a good pc to play it it runs on like nothing so um i played it with uh intel hd graphics so you could play it on anything. Uh, maybe not at 60, but eh. uh, so uh, yeah, the Nindies looks interesting. I'm looking forward to the 28th to see what they have for us. And uh, I get I, that's the problem. It's tough. It's impossible to guess what India is going to show up there, really, other than some of the ones we think. Maybe I mean, a Firewatch release date. Yeah, that's a, yeah. what, what about um, uh, Steamroll, like the Steamroll dudes? Like, do you think anything from them coming up? 
I yeah, I mean, I guess what else would they they did their um the dig was dig two was good. Yeah, they did a merger with uh the other people like and now they're like a way bigger company than they were before. Uh, oh, so... dude, the people from Sidebar should do a tennis game. That'd be that'd be. I'd nice. be on that. I'd be on it. I'd be more. I, I like golf story. It's really good, but I I totally like a tennis game more than like a golf Moonlight. Game. More info for Moonlight. That's a good one. Dragon Gamer. Very good. Very good. That that'd be into that. Um. Uh, and then uh, let me let me move on here. That's uh, the 28th, guys. Uh, noon Eastern, I believe. 9 a.m. Pacific time. That'll be fun. I'm sure most people here will be streaming it. So tune in to whoever. We'll be watching it. Hopefully surprised by, by what happens. Uh, Grandia 1 and 2. Langrisser announced. S surprise, shock, all. Super hype about Langrisser right? and also uh, Grandia. Both games that I played as a kid. Langrisser, I remember downloading off the internet. Like get back with net zero, dude, not knowing what the hell <laughs> was going on. But I still played and I loved it back then. So I'm super hyped. And I've not played any remakes or other ones. I played the first two games. Um, did not know what was going on, but I still played them. So I'm really excited to get this remake. Um and also Grandia, great game. Uh played both of them, haven't beat either one of them, but really excited to get them. So I was actually super hyped about both. Apparently it was it was it was Grandia 2 that I had played. I mixed them up. Grandia 1 was actually on the PlayStation 1. Um, the one I played on the Dreamcast was the second one. And I liked it. I thought it was fun. It also was on Steam. I actually have it on Steam as well. Uh, because it was super cheap when I think it first dropped. It might be cheap now. Uh, I know when it came out, it was pretty cheap. Uh the collection is cool though. That's that's neat to see that show up. Uh and I hope a lot of people pick it up. Um, oh, THQ Nordic's doing a 90% off sale on Steam. Uh, I hope that's uh, that's something that they do is um, I hope it sells well. Grandia? Yeah. I hope oh, Grandia's going to do great on the Switch. How crazy would it be so. if it did so well that three showed up? Oh, oh yeah. I think it's I think that that type of game, especially after Octopath, you're going to get a lot of people that are just like, okay, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like That's going to be like a word of mouth game. People are going to just start, you know, once it does come out, because like Grandia is, it's still very playable today. It's not like it's like horrible controls and the game just doesn't. I mean, there's some stuff in it, obviously that's old because it's an old game, mm. but it still it still plays really well. The battle system's really good. So, yeah, and uh, for PC people, Grandia One HD is also making the jump over to Steam at that same time. So they're gonna just bring both over as a collection to the Switch, and they're gonna fill out the the spot on steam so if you already have the second one on your pc you can pick it up there as well mm -hmm. um, by the way another game you don't need much of anything on your pc to play <laughs> that would be another game that would run off hd graphics uh sock on 10 says hoping for guacamelee 2 and fighting ex lair guacamelee 2 is on the ps4 but i don't know if it's um timed exclusive yeah i thought that that's what i was thinking it was a timed exclusive so i don't know how long yeah, and I, I don't, fighting ex lair i don't think that's coming over anytime soon mm -hmm. if at all yeah uh yeah langrisser was a weird one that's the one that caught me off guard grandia okay that makes sense the name and everything it's cool but langrisser though what that's going to uh ps4 switch and i don't know if it's going to pc i think it's just ps4 and switch langrisser one and two though hd weird uh we're gonna find out more on the 29th right so wednesday mm -hmm. uh so we're gonna get the nindies then wednesday we're gonna find out probably gameplay of that at least i think um we could get it a day before because uh, apparently there's gonna be more information from in japan so they're ahead quite a bit mm -hmm. so the information could come on you know on tuesday too. oh good point good point yeah. uh zachary thompson says you can get darksiders war mastered and darksiders 2 definitive for like five dollars and that's it they make the worst names by the way for their games thq Nordic. <laughs> Death Definitive. Horrible. They, if you, I, I i had got i got red faction uh on my 
Xbox One X, and that's called the Remastered Edition. Yeah, it's so. Uh, I did not buy it uh, because of the name alone. I, I, first of all, I already played the game, but still, that name is stupid. It was pretty good. It was, it was actually all right. I liked that. That's fun. That, that uh, name? Like the no, name? No, no, no. The, the game. The game. Like oh, no, I, the game's I, great. I, I, got I, a, I got a review copy center. I actually spent some time playing it. it no, the game. The, I played on the PS3, you know, more yeah. than 10 years ago. I nearly platinum trophy didn't know. I, did I did it on the 360, I think. Um, that was so cool. That's such a fun game. That's good. Uh, you just destroyed the It's freaking hard, though, man. Yeah. Goodness gracious. It's hard. No, it's good. It's like a good, like the challenge is there, but it, it's, it's great. It's good. Uh, it's really good. I like oh, it. that would be part of the. Oh, that's part of the uh, Teach Q Nordic sale. Darksiders War Mastered and Definitive Edition for five bucks. I actually already own both of those, but for anyone who doesn't, those are awesome games. First one, I think, is better than the second one. So at least buy the first one. Um, although, huh, Teach Q Nordic, don't be surprised if that comes over to the Switch as well. They're <laughs> moving everything over, it seems like. Um, old stuff, older stuff they're moving. Saints over. Row 3, baby. Dude, that's going to be so <laughs> weird. What do you guys think the price is going to be on that? It need, if it's 40 bucks, I'll buy it. If it's it, more, it, it needs to be 30 or less. I, I'm sorry. That, uh, that game is 30, 39.99. Oh my gosh, they better not show up with $40 on that game. I think it is going to be $40, baby, because they're going to, you know what they're going to do? This oh is what my they're, gonna do. they're really, here's what they're going to do. I think, I think I said in my video, I said it was going to be 29.99 to 39.99. I think they're really going to really pimp out like the, the, uh, the motion controls and make sure it's oh, really good man. and try to get people. Not that it's worth that. Not that it's worth 40, <laughs> but they're going to try to tell people, oh, it's worth 40 because of yeah. because of the motion controls, because of all the, the different um, uh, DLC is going to be in there. All the DLC is going to be in there. And it's portable. There's never been a portable version of, of Saints Row. This is worth 40. They're going to do it. I, I'm telling you that I think I think this is gonna do. And the thing of it is, I think it'll sell at forty, just because do okay. because there's no GTA. There's nothing. There's nothing quite like a, a Saints Row game on the Switch, an open world, do whatever the fuck you want, sort of, you know, sandbox game. I just I just watched Okami release for twenty bucks from one of the cheapest companies. Thanks, Capcom, by the way, for the Monster Hunter review. Digital, digital I, only. Uh, Digital I, only. We though. don't know if Saints Row is not going to be physical though. If it's physical, I get why it's forty because the cartridge. I, price I think it's going to be physical. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's that's why I'm saying forty. If it's digital only, fuck off. Thirty or less. <laughs> uh, that <laughs> damn guy. will actually talk about that in a minute because that's going to be something. But there really isn't any game like say like Saints Row on this. That's switch. why I think they might <laughs> try to leverage that for the price. But uh, <clears throat> that's like that game's. Oh man, I don't know. It's ten bucks on Steam, I think, right now. Yeah, and it that's plays not- on my. It plays on my GPD win pretty well, actually, because it's there's like been no, I've heard. OK, so Saints Row the third, there's no PS4 or Xbox one remaster of that game or anything. Right. Well, I don't think so. No, I, See, I think that's another reason that they're going to try to leverage that. Oh, well, it's never been re-released at all. This is the, this is just, you know, that's because they, they picked up the uh, IP last year, I think. Right. For Saints Row. Or was it earlier this year? THQ Nordic picked it up fairly recently. There's a big deal about, uh, you know, Saints Row's back with THQ right now. So yeah, I mixed up the third and the fourth game. So the the third one is probably I, I'm a little more partial to the second, uh, but yeah, second the third is technically the best one in the series. Um, it is. If you go on Steam, it seems like it has the best rating. I think Metacritic, I think it has the best rating. Um, it's pretty much universally seen as the best one. Uh, four did some weird stuff, but um, three is three is a solid game and. It, they did event, they did at one point sell for 60 bucks, but I don't know. I think $30 is a fair price for that if they get it out and it's physical. 20 30 bucks physical would be dope. If it was 30 physical, I think it does really, really, really well. I would prefer, honestly, I'd even thought about it. Just release it digital and make it 20 bucks. That, that'd be cool. I'd be all right with that. 
What if they did 20 physical? Oh, that would be the best. <laughs> that would be good because it's because the, the ultimate collection on Steam, which I think this is gonna be the ultimate collection with all the stuff, is 15. So it's literally a five dollar difference. So that's um, when it would be like impulse buy. That would be yeah. impulse buy oh, yeah. for everybody. If it was There's 20 no bucks physical. Grand Theft Auto. So yeah, you'd be like yeah. Um, and it's a it's a ridiculous game, guys. I I I, I booted it back up to uh, get some gameplay footage for one of the videos I did. And the first thing you do in the game is you uh you're you're on a parachute. You fly towards a plane that's jetting towards you. You shoot out the window. You go through the window, kill three people going through the plane, and then grab the person that you're going for, throw him out of the plane, and then catch the lady that you just threw up in the air. Nice on the way out. Yeah, Saints Row Three, the one with the dildo gun. So you had like the big it wasn't a gun, it was like a sword. <laughs> it was a sword. Yeah, you basically run around. Dude, yeah. Sean, if you've never played Saints Row, you would people is, with I see, I only played the first two when they okay. were still trying to be serious okay. and like like GTA. <laughs> the third one is ridiculous. They they just said, you know what? Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> they they gave up play. on real story yes. and just said, What will make people crazy? <laughs> Whatever. I don't care anymore. Um, so yeah, if you if you if you want ridiculousness, Sean, I think you would really like that game, actually, Sean. I love how Evan like um, correct. <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, it's actually, it's it's actually a sword, it's a by the way. <laughs> you beat people with this giant dick. <laughs> I correct them with the most seriousest of faces. <laughs> you don't shoot dicks at people, you just beat them. Yeah. Get it right. I believe you unlocked that right. right after you saved the gimp from being captured. That was a that was a crazy mission. Yeah. Uh, but after after four, when I, I remember I got four and I was like, all right, I'm done with the series. So I didn't play the other one, uh, Gat Out of the Hell. I was just like, I'm done now. <laughs> but uh, three was the last one that I really, I was like, all right, this is a good game. So uh, 20 bucks would be good. Um, but uh, eh, GTA 5, get GTA 5 on this system already. No. <laughs> I think I think everybody can agree. Get GTA 5 on there. It was number two in the MPDs, by the way. I'm just uh, talking for Rockstar right here. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I would man, that would be the worst if they just if they just ported it and trip and fell and made ten million dollars. Gosh, that'd be the worst. Be um <laughs> uh NPDs, we can go through that, and then Evan has some Discord questions for us. So we can do that, and then we'll do some uh predictions going in because I guess people are asking about a possible next direct already, even though the Nindies isn't here yet. <laughs> next direct. Yeah, uh, so MPDs, Octopath took number one. Good for Octopath. Awesome to see. Glad to see a JRPG in 2018 can do that in the US. Uh, I think that's a bigger deal than people realize. Hello? Pretty big deal. So I think that's a pretty a bigger deal than people realize. It's a pretty big deal um, to see Octopath take number one, a JRPG like that uh, in 2018. So, And then the Switch is number one. Uh, not surprised. If, if Octopath is going to be number one, the Switch was going to be number one. So uh, not surprising there, but hey, good to see. Good to see. Uh, number two is GTA 5. That's still weird to me. It's, it's never going away, is it? Nope. Uh, <laughs> um, Animation Pup asked if we've been keeping keeping up with Starlink. Star Fox is literally going to be in the main story, fully voiced impressions. Uh, Starlink, I need to look. I, I guess I'm just going to have to get that and see it because um, I haven't been keeping up with that as much. Uh, I don't know. I mean, people are excited for it. I've been watching the gameplay. It, like I've said before, I'll say it again. It looks like start what I wanted Star Fox to be, like turn into. I'm excited. I'm ridiculously excited for the game. It looks like it's going to be a ton of fun. I was I'm only worried about the whole 
the okay. toys things, but apparently yeah. it's not going to be that. But apparently it's not going to be like Skylanders, you know. So. That's what I was worried about was the toys to life stuff, uh, because I know how Skylanders went. Where originally I don't think they were going to get that crazy with it, and then they got extremely crazy with it and killed the thing. So God, I'm I'm concerned so they're going to be like, don't worry, guys, there won't be a bunch of ships. And then they see it sells well, and then like eight months later they're like, hey guys, here's a bunch of ships. <laughs> so, yeah. That's my one concern. That's my one concern. I, I think if they just, I, I would, I would hope that they would just do without. I'm looking, I'm looking at the game now and how much hype is. I'm like, man, I really wish that it was just never like that in the first place. You know, I just want the little R wing, man. That's all I want. I don't even want the game. I just want the R wing. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just buy, they don't want to sell the R wing separately because that'd probably outsell the game. <laughs> I just want the R wing. I, I did um, pre-order the, the the bundle though, the Star Fox bundle. So, oh, okay, they go. Okay. Yeah, uh, I might check it out. We'll see. I don't know. The Toys to Life stuff is uh, I, I've already used Labo, so I'm Toys to Life out. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, uh, yeah. So uh, let's let's go um, let's let's go through. Uh, I guess the NPDs. Not other than NPDs with that stuff. Octopath and the Switch. There wasn't anything crazy throughout that. It was kind of a quiet month, other than Octopath just smashing it. Really, you know. Um, and people try to like downplay Octopath's success by saying, "Oh, well, nothing else released that month." And I don't think people realize just the, the 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 gravity of something like a JRPG that was modeled after stuff from 1995, uh, grabbing such a, a hold of the MPs in the U.S. That's a big deal. That is, it's a big deal. It shows there's a spot for Mother Three. Huh? Oh God! <laughs> Come on, Reggie. <laughs> uh, no, it shows that uh, I think Square has to have realized that there is a spot for old school GRPGs. And that's cool. It's almost, I, I mean, it's almost like it's cyclical how trends can be like that. Like there was a while ago where yo-yos came back and I'm expecting them to come back again in like four years. Um, but that kind of reminds me of that. It's like GRPGs are making a comeback, you know, like persona five did really well uh, for a game that shouldn't have. Um, and Octopath is, uh, is doing well. So I, I do think persona should have done better for how good it was, but I mean, because it was a JRPG that dealt with, uh, some pretty serious issues and it was a mature rated game and there wasn't a lot of marketing for it outside of a IGN and stuff. 80 mil, 80 million PS4s though. I mean, dude, that's so many PS4s. I think, I mean, it did great. Don't get me wrong, but, like I think I still think it should have done better, considering how much hype everybody was. I mean, how much praise it got from so many of the American outlets. Like it was like the one, one of the few JRPGs to ever to score above what was a ninety two or something like mm -hmm. that. Like yeah. most JRPGs don't ever get in the ninety. It, it was in the game of the year runnings. Those yeah, are, those are never in the game of the year runnings. Yeah, and none of them score in the nineties or anymore, just because just American reviewers and Western developers or Western people just don't score high with JRPGs. So unless it's like something maybe like from from like Nintendo, some Nintendo, but even Nintendo's games don't even do yeah. that with JRPGs. So like Persona Five is a great game, but uh, the fact that it showed up as number it was number one in the NPDs, you're absolutely right. Uh, across two million units, that's not normal. Uh, they made a great game, but uh, to get recognition like that in Octopath, I think I do think Octopath's gonna outsell Persona Five, mostly because I, it's a teen. The, the people don't realize how how mature and teen. Uh, it's it's easier to obviously sell teen rated game. There's a reason um, why. I've a lot of movies do a teen rating versus an R rating. Venom's going to be PG-13. Thank you, John. I was talking about that because people were talking in my Xenoblade live stream that I had. They're like, oh, well, what if Nintendo and Moth are going to make like an M-rated mature Xenoblade? I'm like, that's the dumbest thing. They're, they're not going, oh my, the whole, are you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't got no one in my house. This man, this man. <laughs> Dude, that is the bachelor life there, man. Sean's just like, whatever, I don't care. 
That's the whole thing. Who needs anyway. a bowl? <laughs> was that what the phone call was? The guy was delivering it to your front door? No, my mom called me about something stupid. I was like, go to bed. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Jeez. But uh, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like they're not gonna make a game. I'm glad that you said that though, John, because they're not gonna make a game M rated for what? An M rated game doesn't make the RPG better. It, it doesn't make it better. No, no matter how much people try to sit there and try to act like it does, it it doesn't make it better. Uh, you can deal with some certain things or not, but in terms of the general gameplay for what Monolith Soft does, there's no reason to restrict sales because for for some blood or something like that you know like well, this is yeah how would you make an m rated like xenoblade anyways like are they gonna just like have the boob scaler come I was back say, they're kind of skirting the line with some ass. of those outfits yeah. now <laughs> uh yeah i don't I, I they'd have to get it was actually already kind of like there's actual like some like language in it there's some violence in it and everything it's actually i think it skirts that teen mature line more than people realize probably um but i think they pushed that teen rating pretty well um, yeah they did definitely yeah so uh they they stayed right on the teen side though. i think they were literally walking that tightrope but um you're right they would have to put like maybe just extra blood in it and some gore or something and that would get them over but like obviously persona yeah that's getting that mature rating but uh uh yeah man i know if i if they were going to bring one back i would digital devil uh digital devil saga yeah uh someone's asked the chat um uh, you you want to stick if you can teen rated if you can get away with it yeah but like you can't make percent of teen rated that's you would actually probably get less sales for something like that because people would realize what you're doing um mm, it, like yeah, it's tough it's tough well, that's why that's why spider-man's teen you know that's why the movie was pg-13 because well, you can because a teenager if you're 14 15 They've got money too. They get allowance and they can just walk into the yep. store and buy exactly. it. Like, why exactly. do I, mom doesn't have to take me. I can walk. I can ride my bike. They can have easier and faster access to the game than not. Seriously, it was a barrier to buy games. I remember when I wanted to buy Resident Evil, I had to go with my mom. And sometimes it would take a little bit longer than it was before or I, I just wouldn't get it at all. You know, so if you make it to where it's teen. You can be eleven or tw what, twelve years old or thirteen. What's twelve? No, they don't even stop it, dude. They yeah, they just, they just sell it to you. They yeah, so you could be five years old, walk into there yeah. and buy it. So mm -hmm. that is such a barrier. And why I don't do you, think. Why do you guys think Halo Five was teen rated? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people don't realize that was teen rated either. They actually did a pretty good job skirting that line too. But and um, also, Uncharted is teen rated as well. Yeah, yeah. They, they start yeah. that line really well. Actually, now I think about it. Jeez, that's actually yeah. a pretty violent teen rated game. It is. <laughs> that's the funny yeah. thing. Is like, wow, that's that's teen. They got away with that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be curious if uh, who respawns Star Wars game is gonna be teen rated. <laughs> You'll find out when they talk about it in 2019. <laughs> Dude, those uh, those um, what you call it games, Force Unleashed. Those are pretty violent Star Wars games. They get a teen rating on that, so maybe it's because no lightsabers. Yeah, yeah it's no lightsabers. Blood. Yeah, lightsabers, no blood. So. Yeah. Uh, predictions for anything following that Indies event. Uh, Nintendo Direct. People are people are hungry for Nintendo Direct right now, and I I guess because there there's definitely some spots that I think Nintendo could release even with a third party, some kind of game in the fall. And we heard about the new Super Mario Bros. thing, so we understand that's probably getting announced. But um, any any uh, predictions for a Direct coming up? Not necessarily what will be in a Direct, because I know uh, there are things that people can't say, but uh, any <laughs> thoughts about when a Direct could be possibly coming up? I would say September and then another one in November. Another one in November. So See, two, two big Nintendo Directs or... 
Uh, I'd say September would probably be a smaller direct, just kind of, you know, detail the holiday lineup a little bit, mm -hmm. maybe get, you know, announce the new Super Mario Brothers U port finally. And then November would be a bigger one to get into some of that early 2019 stuff. Probably, you know, if you want to tease a little more Bayonetta 3 or the uh, that Star Fox, that Star Fox that arrow thing, you know, that would be a time to tease. It'd be like November or you hold it for like the video game awards in December because each year Nintendo seems to have like that oh. one big reveal. They did God. drop that Bayonetta there, man. That was that was pretty cool. I had a one, show. two and three. Oh, that dude, dude, come on. It's not I that bad. I hate that show so I can't much. wait to see Trending Gamer of the Year be another racist piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> wait, it's not that. No, no, okay, let's just be real, though. It's not that. Is the show really that bad? I mean, compared to what it used to be with Samuel yeah. L. Jackson back compared in the day. Compared to when they, they had Call of Duty guy teabagging a guy on stage, it's better than that, but. <laughs> I, I am always going to be the type of person that says video games doesn't need to be a suit and tie affair. And I think Jeff Keighley, I just, I just don't like him. You're, like, you're, you're, you're the drunk Duff guy, the Duff man that was there for us. <laughs> Like screw the Oscars, up the Oscars. You're, you're, yes, you're that, that guy. guy. That guy was the best part. He was so cool. Like, like that's that's what the majority. I I don't know. It just seems it just seems so weird to me to try to make it like this prim and proper event and stuff. And God, God forbid, if Kojima's there, there's gonna be the thirty minute sex scene between him and Keely on stage. Like. Good lord, that was painful. <laughs> that was so painful. And you know what's funny? I have to call out some people here, even though these guys are my friends. Um, Jeff Keighley made a tweet a couple months ago about how the video game, like suggestions for the video game awards. And I, my suggestion to him, I told him to cancel it. And like, he actually responded. He was like, oh, well, why don't you like it? And so many, because because Keeley is Canadian and so many Canadian, Re-Rez, JKB, they were like, fuck you, Sean, Jeff Keeley is God. And I'm like, you Canadians are all the same. You, you worship Keeley in the ground he walks on. <laughs> I was like, I just think the show kind of sucks, man. You need to kind of lighten it up. You know, I don't like where, where the awards are just an afterthought like here's five awards right now best action game best sports game best racing game all right now let's talk to this guy for 30 minutes and give an emotional speech it's like fuck's sake man it's it's video games it's it's literally video games yes yes there 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 are video games that that take subject matter very seriously and i totally get that and i'm totally cool with that but at its core video games is supposed to be like a way to rekindle you know your past and you know be a kid again and it's an escape and i i don't know i always just think it's silly that it's that it's a suit and tie affair but mm. that's just me i think you're a little too hard on the beaver you know what i'm saying with this man i think you're a little bit too hard on mr Kennedy. <laughs> i think i think you're a little too hard on him my he, guy he's working he's working hard to at least keep he's it working hard. I'll, I'll give him that <laughs> I'm not like a super Keely fan, but I mean, I thought the show was okay. Like we had a good time. You go there, you live stream it. You, you're there with all of your community. You, you, there's some good announcements, right? Bayonetta one, Bayonetta two, Bayonetta three. Nobody expected that. So I mean, mm. I think I mean it's better than nothing. Like yeah, than all you the want all have to, they have to like work to try to lock those up and everything. They probably have to pay yeah. for them. <laughs> well, they dropped Zelda deal. Remember they dropped the Zelda DLC uh, that night? Yeah, and then like the, the last one, admittedly, wasn't as bad as they have been, but I I don't know. It's just something something about Keeley rubs me the wrong way, and Jesus. like I'm sure he's a very nice person, and I'm sure he's a good human, and I know his intentions <laughs> are in the right place, but I don't know. 
he's a hype man, and that's the problem. He said that this is going to be the best show ever. Then we started off, he's like, brought to you by Mountain Dew, Schick Hydro, Doritos, <laughs> what? Oh, and, and shaving cream. And then he's and then he stands there, and he, it's like it's like he stands on stage and like pleasures himself. But he, did, own he did introduce the Schick Hydro man, yes. and uh, yeah, that, that thing was just that was just a good night. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really good night. <laughs> I would say my my favorite thing from the video game awards was probably like the Doom music performance. That's another thing I don't like. Or like like Killer Mike. I love Killer Mike. Why the fuck is Killer Mike performing at the video game awards? Like I I don't know. That just seems you know and like things like that are taking precedent over the awards. If you want to be a suit and tie affair and you want this to be taken seriously, either go all in with it or do it. Like I would do it just an absolute fucking shit show. Like just crazy <laughs> off the wall stuff. Like it, it tries to, it tries to tiptoe the line where, it, where it won't really commit to one thing or another. Maybe that's why I don't like it. Sean, I would be honest. I would, I would love to see them give you hundreds of thousands of dollars and just you run a show because I, you, dude, watching your show, I feel like would be very entertaining. Oh, it would be. I'm going to be honest. I really think you would actually put on a hilarious show. That would be the whole point is to entertain people because that's what <laughs> video games do, in my opinion. Yeah, that's the thing. Keely's things feel so scripted. The interviews feel so phoned in. And then Kojima comes up and Keely's on his knees. And it's just like it was, that was so on. bad. That was so cringe. Like I was just like, okay, are they are they seeing each other like in real life? Like that's cool if they are, but like I don't know. It just felt very that the whole thing felt very off to me. Then, yeah, they're attacking Konami. Be like, you treated him so badly. This is like fucking. There's no long like, distance yeah, you know relationships. Don't Konami like that. Konami was rough with Kojima, but the man was like, hey man, his forty million dollars. We're giving you five years to make a game. Eight years later, where the fuck is the game? Like he's destroying Konami, and now he makes this Death Stranding game. We've seen trailers look awesome. Gameplay, what the fuck is going on? Thank you. you. Know, there's a baby on this guy's back with puppet strings of death. Like this is it looked like an Amazon delivery in hell. I have to, I have to do my analogy again. I have to do my analogy again. Pro wrestling fans will understand this. To me, Konami is Vince McMahon. Hideo Kojima is Vince Russo. Vince McMahon, of course, is the owner of the WWE at the time, WWF. Vince Russo was the head writer for the WWF uh, at, during the Attitude Era when everything was popular. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, DX. When all that shit was popping off and everyone was wearing the T-shirts and they were getting sevens and eights on ratings, that was because of the combination of Vince McMahon and Vince Russo. Vince Russo was batshit fucking crazy. But all of his ideas had to be filtered to Vince McMahon so they would work together. And then when you take away the Vince McMahon, the person telling you, okay, I don't like this idea. I like this idea. You get Vince Russo in WCW where it just didn't work out because he was just a man who could do whatever the fuck he wanted. And I honestly feel like that is what is going on with with Kojima because Kojima had to and still had to answer to Konami. Yes. Kojima productions was its own separate subsidiary in Konami. And yes, he could do pretty much whatever he wanted, but could not Kojima's games on Konami were all pretty good. You know, something like Bokai and Zona Enders. I don't think those were that great, but especially he's went after Zona of the Enders too. Oh, snap. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> compared to metal gear compared to metal gear. I feel 
especially like the first three, you could even throw in four. I, I really liked four. I feel like those were the pinnacle of Kojima. It was, it was, you still had the crazy storytelling, but you could definitely tell that he was being reined in a bit because it wasn't completely off the wall. There were some off the wall things, but it, it all sort of made sense. And I just feel like Death Stranding is Kojima without his Vince McMahon to tell him, eh, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Maybe well, this doesn't make sense. I think Metal Gear Solid five was the start of that. That yes. game Metal Gear Solid 5 as a game. Let's remove Metal Gear Solid from the title. It's a cool open world game with cool objectives. As a Metal Gear game, it's terrible. It doesn't yes. have the epic stories you want. It doesn't have the gameplay you played the series for. It was like, what the hell was Kojima going for with that game? It was almost like he wanted to get fired by Konami, but I just been making a piece. Turned into like a Kojima, yeah. a Kojima rant. Yeah. Well, first, the thing first. of it is, I used to love Kojima. I probably loved Kojima more than than Keely did on, on a video game level, and on a oh, video God. game level, <laughs> not on a personal level. But like, dude, I was a fucking Metal Gear diehard fan. Like Metal Gear. True story, Metal Gear Solid 2 probably saved my life. If it wasn't for that game, I would probably be either dead or in jail because of drugs. Like, I played that game when I was snowed in during a time when I was, you know, a teenager. I was bad on drugs. I wasn't really fucking with video games, but I was snowed in one day. I dug out my PS2 and my copy of Metal Gear Solid 2, and I absolutely fell in love with it. And then I started exploring the Metal... Like, I had played the original Metal Gear Solid um, when I was, like, 13 or something. But Metal Gear Solid 2, for, for some reason, it just... It, it just blew me away. So I started getting really into the series. I started buying, like importing the premium packs and stuff like that. And I was just so obsessed with the series. I remember when Metal Gear Solid 3 dropped, we had to drive 45 minutes away because the town I lived in at the time did not have a video game store and the Walmart wasn't doing a midnight release. So we drove 45 minutes to a GameStop and one of my friends who was still on drugs and high as hell actually like ripped down a bunch of Metal Gear Solid 3 promo stuff that they had and like ran out of the store so I, I could have it and then like i sat there in my apartment and played that game and it was just like i don't know like i just feel like like kojima maybe hasn't lost his touch but he's just kind of crazy nowadays you know what happened he lost like movies to plagiarize to make his game <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not so wrong. first of all sean zone of the ender's second runner mars is actually out september 6th i suggest you go buy it and play I, it because zone of the ender's 2 is outstanding Okay. I, I know yeah, I know one. about Zone of the Enders. I have all I had them all on the PS2 because I was a I was a Kojima fan. So anything Kojima did, I went out and bought and I bought Zone of the Enders. Actually, Zone good of the Enders 2 didn't have Kojima attached to it. Yeah. Really? Uh, uh good news. One it's day. actually out two days earlier, September 4th. Uh PS4, by the way. So um, you know. There you go. Get on that. Zone of the Enders <laughs> 2 is amazing. Even Evan Evan loved that game. I love the hell out of it. Even the the uh, PvP aspects to it, the versus mode, super fun with my friends. Mm, so yeah, Zone Ender Two is awesome. I hope they make a third one someday, but they probably won't. That's why I think that's one of the reasons uh, I was I was looking at Damon X Machina because it, it reminds me of Zone of the Enders, maybe more like Armored Core, but it seems faster in Armored Core. So uh, we have Discord questions, Evan, and then I guess we're just about finished up. Yeah, we got three questions here. Okay, let's let's see. Uh, first one's from Geek127. Do you think the reason we're not seeing a Super Mario 3D World port coming is because they are working on a direct sequel? Super Mario 3D World port. Um, I don't think one affects the other, would it? I don't think that's... They're not... It's like, oh, we either we work on a new game or a port. 
I don't think that's what Nintendo's main teams are thinking about. So no, I don't think there's any type of cross. There's no con- con- there's no connection between. Do you think they'd be doing something with that? I feel like Odyssey fills that 3D Mario yeah, uh, need right now. Anyway, I mean they could, but that seemed to fit really well in that 3DS because of the 3D. Yeah, I just I just don't think there's any connection between like they're gonna pick between mm. a port and a and a new game. I think if they if they're gonna do a new 3D Mario, the guy the guys are working on a new 3D Mario. If they're gonna do a port, it's not like oh well we're gonna do a port instead. Like that's not a that's not how they that's not how the teams work. That's just not how it is. Mm, okay okay uh next question Ner- uh nef one eight do you think ray tracing will be standard tech on the next gen of consoles or would we probably need to wait for a mid-gen refresh so the nvidia 2080 2080 ti and then the 2070 uh were announced during a live stream that we did here on it would have been monday is it monday or tuesday um i don't know uh if anyone or any guys into video cards or anything I keep hearing people talk about that, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Okay, I can, <laughs> I can talk about it a bit, because uh, I did look at some... Uh, they had their benchmarks, which are some of the, the most... Just it, It's very hard to tell what they're talking about on their charts. They just gave us a chart with no uh, Y-axis, but an X-axis and bars. Uh, so who knows what they're actually measuring. Uh, the, two, the three NVIDIA cards announced technically right now. One of them is, I believe, $1,200. Um... Uh, the other one I think is a thousand, uh, no, 800. And then the, uh, 2070 is, is 500. Uh, the problem is ray tracing is basically, they showed it off really well, but essentially it's a much more realistic way for lights, reflection, shadows, all that stuff when it, uh, interacts in space and it looked cool. The only issue is you're specifically asking about consoles, the 2080 and the 2080 TI are unable to reach 60 frames per second in battlefield five with ray tracing on. So if a $1,200 card is unable to do that, my concern is I don't think a four to five hundred dollar console will be able to do that. Well, this is kind of like the introduction of tessellation. All those yes, cards. Exactly. I remember that. That was with the uh you had the 5770, and you yep. were like, I turned it on Metro 2333. It runs at six frames per second, but man, does it look good. It looked incredible, <laughs> but you could not do anything in that game. I was like, what? And I also have to figure out, I feel like AMD does have their own ray tracing. Uh, and I'm trying to think of what it's called, but I do remember them talking about it. Um, and I think it's in Vulcan and everything as well. They have their own type of ray tracing, but I don't think it's on the level as Nvidia. So I don't they, think they ray tracing the off brands. <laughs> the off brand, yeah. Well, I think I think FreeSync is pretty good because it's cheaper. But um, uh, I don't think it's going to show up in consoles. I just it, it, the consoles have to be four to five hundred dollars. They're not going to put an eight hundred dollar console out and ray tracing struggles on these beast video cards so i don't i just don't think it's going to be in the next systems i i they have to they have to think of costs and sony might even be thinking of vr implementation right now rather than ray tracing in their current setup um so i i don't think so um the cards are kind of cool i'm looking at that that 2070 isn't going to be able to do ray tracing well though um there's only a bit, bit of a letdown i think they've probably already settled on what type of graphics they're going to be using in their next systems and they're just yeah. kind of, so i mean i don't think oh, oh we just saw us now it's, that means it's going to be in there like no they've been working on probably these new systems for a while and technology is expensive i, I, I mean, will say cool. i think i think they're going to conquer 4k next generation mostly because those cards we were just talking about uh with ray tracing off at, do 4k at over 100 frames per second at this point 
So I, I yeah. think, and that's brute forcing. That's not a game that's specifically made for that card or anything. Um, whereas with obviously a console, it is, I think, um, I think the consoles next generation will finally conquer 4k. Like we will probably see games that are native 4k at 60. Uh, not all of them, but some of them, um, some of them might just go 4k 30 or whatever, but, uh, uh, that'll be nice. I think they're going to conquer that. So, um, but uh, ray tracing is going to be a, a, a PC thing for a while because they have to figure it out before they put it on consoles. So even a mid-gen, I don't even think a mid-gen refresh is going to do it. Mm, could, I guess that'd be a weird thing to try to show off. Look at this light. It bounces better. How do you do How do you put that on a box? The only thing that I would say that'd be like actual beneficial for gameplay would be like a, maybe like a stealth game or something like I that. I thought about you this. Uh, you're absolutely right because one of the big things is uh, things that are off screen still exist in what you're looking at. Whereas normally if something's off screen, it's not like uh, it, it's not affecting what you're looking at. So it's not even in the world. Most times um, it's not actually there, but with ray tracing on it is. So if you're sneaking around, like you're saying in a stealth game and there is reflection and mirrors around you, maybe it, maybe it's in the puddle or something um, rather than them try to pre bake that it could just be part of the world and it just interacts uh, so if you can see somebody around the corner in a puddle or on the wall or a mirror or something, um, that would be a way that they could do it. And that would be cool. You're right. That would be neat in a stealth game. Um, Does it make the game more fun? I guess immersive. That's the, the yeah, ray tracing for is like that next thing. I, I'm just, I'm just fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, they're, they're, I think there's some cool things they could do with ray tracing. Yeah, uh, people said that about VR and look how that went. People dude, like some VR, dude, some VR is pretty cool, man. Wipe out VR, yeah. dude. I hate I know, VR, but, but like it. I mean, some <laughs> VR is cool. Like Zone of the Enders VR is neat. Uh, I don't it's like not that. Exactly. It doesn't make <laughs> Oh no, like come better. on. Zone of the Enders is great. You gotta uh, love that. It is a great game. VR is it's about sitting in the too ship's fast. Talk. It's, it's too fast. It's too fast. Like it feels like you're teleporting and in VR, that's not good. Like you're like, it's hard to tell what's going on in that game. So um, that's my only problem with that. But like, like Wipeout is perfect. Ace Combat is going to be awesome uh, in VR. That's actually coming out in yeah, uh, like Resident Evil 7 January? VR was the best VR yes. I think I've played. Yes. That is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people don't like, I'm telling you, a lot of people who've, who don't like VR have probably either never tried VR or have never tried a great experience with VR. Um, or maybe, maybe there's that. I don't know. I, I look at VR and I, I know some people that uh, I've talked to and they're like, I don't like VR. And I asked them if they try it, and they're like, no, I just don't like it. Uh, but I, I think VR just needs a it needs a lot of work. They have a ways to go with that. I just that. think it's the old just like strapping something to your head is just yes. not something people they need to get to the point where you're putting glasses on. Yes, glasses would be I'd be completely down. Yes. I'd be more likely to buy something if it's just glasses, but a stupid bulky headset, you look like a freaking yes. VR trooper or something. Like you look stupid <laughs> with, the, with the headset on. You look like an idiot. Let's just be real. When you play VR, you look stupid as hell. People walk in, you look dumb, and I think that's the biggest problem. Oculus Go is a, is done a little better, I will say that. Uh, because you don't need to put even um, earbuds in. It actually has speakers in the straps, which is kind of cool. Uh, and it's a little smaller than most of the other ones that I've used. So that's there. I think they're getting there. It's just it's taking a while, man. It's going to be a bit. Um, I think it's not even going to be next generation. I think it's going to be a generation after that we finally get there. Like 10 years. Give me a while. Uh, last question, last question, last question. Uh, Ohm. Ohm mixer, uh, have any of you heard any updates on Shimagami Tensei Five? Last that was really said about it looks like October, November last year. I assume that might be part of that 
second direct, Nate, that you were referring to that um, you think would be in November to outline 2019, or at least a bit of a roadmap to get started with 2019, that could, could be there. I could see it being at Tokyo Game Show. Ooh, that's coming up. Yeah, that's that's uh, at mid mid to late September. Yeah, I could see it being at Tokyo. If I mean, if it's not there, then there'll definitely be an update before the year's over. Yeah, that's last, yeah. Last we heard, full production started last last year, so they're pretty much been they've been in full blown production this whole yeah. year. It seems like they're shooting for 2019 as their release year. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, and that's thing. It's a JRPG. It it can go come out whenever. It could come out in the summertime. Octopath just showed that, so uh, hard to say. But yeah, I would expect that's something Nintendo's going to put in their direct, obviously, because it's it's their game. So um, I would look forward to that. Uh, possibly that November, that November uh, uh, direct that we're we're hearing about from from Nate, Direct Feed Games. Yeah. November, October, you know, sometime. Don't let them waver. It's November. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the next few but, months that we have but, left. There you go. You you heard it here, guys. We're looking. Possibly two directs coming up in the next three months, four months, three to four months. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Very cool. Exciting stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's going to do it for Spawncast tonight. We can go around here. Uh, Nate, where can they find you, man? You can find me at Direct Feed Games on Twitter, and then you can find my YouTube channel linked in my profile. It's also uh, Direct Feed Games. All Everyone's uh, t- uh, YouTube accounts, except for Evan, he has his Twitter, is all in the description. So make sure you check everybody out. Uh, and uh, you do uh, direct feed footage of games that are coming up or or out, so people can kind of yep. just get a quick look at it to see how it looks and if it's something they're interested in, right? Right. Straight up, cool. Very good, very good. And then OJ, where can they find you, man? Yeah, just right here on YouTube, Player Essence, or you can, and also on Twitter at Player Essence. Uh, pretty much in terms of content, um, coming up for the channel. Uh, looks like I might be getting a like trying out the Japanese copy of My Hero. Uh, it's looking like it's running pretty good on the Nintendo Switch. Had some YouTubers that I know that are doing that, so look forward to that. Got some more content coming up, and we also have um, I have a $50 eShop card giveaway that we're doing as well. So uh, enter in for that, too. It's a lot of fun. So if you don't know about my channel, cover a lot of Japanese RPGs, cover a lot of action games, stuff like Devil May Cry, um, Final Fantasy, all that stuff. So, yeah, check it out. Okay, and I do uh, a lot of live streams. A lot of live streams as well. <laughs> do you have... Um, do you have- do you have Avedon's uh, uh, stream? People are saying he's streaming. I met him over at Long Island. Cool dude. I, I, I figure we can raid uh, Avedon. Yeah, when we finish yeah up I, here. I, I can do that. Awesome. And, I, and then uh, Sean, where can they find you, man? Find me at the interwebs on RGT85. I'm actually going to drop a link for a uh, another raid so you guys can raid two people. My friend Ape at Eric, he's been having some, some issues going on with him personally. So I um, figured it would cheer him up to have some people hop into his stream yeah, yeah we got uh blade strangers monster hunter both on tuesday um yeah there's a, there's a bunch of shit coming out this week on the channel i have no idea they need to give us like uh like like badges or something you can use in other people's live streams that'd be cool like twitch yeah. they need to get on that twitch wagon man i need to basically do they need to give us that raid technology power where you can just send everybody to someone stream all at once that'd be funny uh yeah so we got uh okay so Sean put Ape and Eric stream in, in there the, right now. Um, in the link, and then uh, so you guys can go say hi, say uh, the spawncast sent you, and then um, we're getting Avadon. Uh, he's a cool guy too. We met him at Long Island, cool dude. Uh, there's Avadon there, so just go say hi, uh, uh give him a like and everything, and uh, let him know that the, the spawncast sent you guys. Uh, and then Evan, uh, where can they find him? Uh, just the Twitter account, probably good. Okay. I'm gonna be trying to stream after this. I'm gonna get some artwork done. So okay. you know, art stuff, not game related. Not many people in the chat probably as interested. Hey, they liked but, your one yeah. drawing, man. We did that. What was that the Spider Man? Oh yeah, 
Yeah, people, you, you show them and they're like, oh, it's cool. Where do you do that? So yeah, uh, yeah, check out Evan on Twitch. He's over there. Uh, and then Evan, you do have something coming up this week. You're doing Monster, Monster Hunter on Hunter, Tuesday. Yep. I am no. doing The Messenger on Tuesday. So yep. you're gonna have two videos. And hopefully I'm gonna be starting up on recording all the Warframe videos that I've been writing for. Yes, so uh, just so you guys know, if you, need a, if you need a head start on Warframe to understand what's going on when the Switch version comes out, because I they, they'll probably be like dropping that randomly at some point, maybe during a direct. Evan is going to have a bunch of videos up to get you guys started so you can kind of get on the right path for Warframe leveling and skills and all that stuff, right, Evan? So just kind of yep. give you an idea of where to go, what to do, so you can kind of jump out in front of everyone. Um, Evan's been playing it for a while, so he can... Thousand he can hours clocked. Yep. There you go. A thousand hours. <laughs> he can help you guys out. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's going to do it for uh, for tonight for Spawncast. Thanks, everyone, for joining in. Make sure you check everybody out here. I will leave the links in the description down below, so you check them out. And uh, that's going to do it. We'll see you guys next weekend, Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you guys then.